Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. And joining me as always, he's my bro and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello everyone, it is I, it is me, it is he, Alan from the Brocast, brother of Tom. Tom, how are you? Bro, I am going good. It's been a busy last couple of weeks. Uh, it's probably something we really haven't talked about much, but we had COVID in this household recently, so yeah... Yes, I um, saw a couple of messages uh, in our family chat, and then, uh, yeah, because your partner and my partner work together, so that was how I was like, oh, they've got the Coco V. Okay, how did you survive? Are you okay? We need to know. Yeah, I think probably the funny thing is, for someone like me, I only get sick really maybe three times a year, and it's usually towards the end of the year. I'm not really good when our seasons change and I get like really heavy hay fever. And this time around, it's like, you know, you just start with the, oh, my back sore. You know, your finger, your fingertips feel sore. Everything just feels tender. And I'm like, mm, I hope this isn't anything. I tested, negative, you know, day two, tested again, still negative. And the next thing I know, everyone else in the house is testing positive. My daughter, then my wife, then the oldest boy, and I'm still getting negative. And I'm like, how does this work? And then our middle boy was able to get negative the whole time, went away on school camp, and then that day after he went on camp, I then tested positive. But I was feeling better after I already tested. So it's like, oh, it's like I had gone through it, and I'm like, oh, but I feel really good now. Like, <laughs> okay. And then I tested the next day and got another negative. And I'm like, which one am I? Am I, am I which am I got it or I haven't got it? But yeah, it's weird. Uh, I can understand wholeheartedly because I believe that that has happened to me uh, on the, phone, the first time I got it. Uh, about two days later, I felt fine. Mm. Uh, after that, and this is back when, especially here in, in Australia, where it was the uh, the whole two weeks, not one week, not seven days, two weeks, and you had to have off, and you couldn't work, you couldn't do anything, you couldn't go anywhere. You had to stay in your homes, and um, whole, things have changed certainly. So you had to do. How many days did you have to do? 
I think it's just... five. I think it's five. Five? Okay. Yeah, and I think even for students now, it's like, even if you've done the five to seven, you can actually return back to school. You know, even if okay. you are not, you know, I don't I think if they said, even if it's neg, even if it's positive, you still can return. But my okay. daughter, when she went back to school, was already negative by then, and she was happy to go back. It just felt like she was cool. here forever. It was just, I think she was getting so stir crazy. I'm getting stir crazy now because I've been informed by my work that we're no longer <laughs> to go to the workplace unless we have to. So this is like, I got about four months of work in the office, four days a week, and now I'm back full time mm -hmm. home again. And I'm like, just got to find some things to do. So just trying to get my health back on track. And yeah, just thought, you know, get back with together with you for another month and what should be another great wrestling companion. And on that note, guys, if you actually haven't checked out our show before, thank you for hitting play. And this is actually marking episode 137 of our podcast. And if you do listen to us on a regular basis, we do provide a watch along wrestling companion. Alan, what is a wrestling companion? Well, basically we are the commentary to you, the listeners. So basically, if we're we're going to be watching yet again another wrestling show, so get ready for that. Um, we are going to provide the commentary for you, the things that we remember, the things that we know, that we think that we know, and then we pretty much will bullshit right through the entire show, mainly most of the time making inappropriate jokes and possibly me making fun of Tom. And on that note, he's, we're not trying to be Bobby the Brain Heenan. We're not trying to be Mark Madden or Scott Hudson or today. We're doing our own twist on it. We're doing an Aussie, an Aussie bloke twist, mate. So, yeah. Right, Al? What's some interesting names you just dropped there? Bobby the Brain, hands down, one of the greatest. Mark Madden. Okay. Uh, did you say Scott Hudson? Yeah. Okay. I'm Mike today. He's there. Yep. Um, yeah, pretty much. I, 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 there's some names you just put there. Um, you didn't go WWF. You just went purely just WCW then. Just a bit of a, what, what, is there something you want to say? You don't like the WWE commentary? I was just going to say, um, for life, WCW. WCW, for life. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was going to say, who's the other guy? There was another guy that used to commentate on Thunder. He had a Tony really... Yeah, no, he had Tony not Shivani. Tony. I wasn't Tony. There's was another guy. No? Uh, he was a really deep voice. What was his name? He used to have oh, a big, thick mustache. Um, he used to do Tony the Tiger. Um, I'm gonna have they're great. Uh, I should know this. I, I, I hate myself that I do not know this. And um, I would imagine everyone is screaming at their radios and, and iPods right now, just saying, we know who this person is. Damn it, we should use our brains. Come on. And if you do know, good on you. It is. Um, he did the voice of Tony the Tiger. They're great. I'm going to find it out here. I've got the top yeah. 10 greatest announcers. I can. I think it starts with an L. In my mind, it's an L. Who was it? Here, come on now. No, I hate no. myself. He's not even in that. the top 10. Who was it? Yeah, I know who exactly you're talking about. Mm, you can see him, can't you? Black I hair, know. black mustache, beard. You know what? Well, let's, let's continue the show because this is going to be awkward silence for the next five minutes. No, this is this is the this is the episode we're going to be discussing who the announcer is, and we will research for the next two hours who this person is. Help How me about, out! Come on, let's do no, it. Let's, okay, guys, let's move on. Tom will get back to. Will we let you guys know, Tom, what do we have to do next? Well, guys, we actually have no idea what we're actually doing for this companion. We had Sweet a couple Jesus. of ideas, and I thought. 
um, let's just like randomly choose something. So we've got our TBK lost and found box, which I actually finally found because I actually had it in the attic. So I've taken it out of the attic and I'm about to open it up and we're going to have a selection inside there of different events from NXT, WWE, TNA, maybe even some CZW or even some ML, MLW. We'll see how we go. So I'm going to rustle through. So having a bit of a look here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Ooh. no, not that one. Nope. Keep searching. There's a cat there. There's a cat in there. Ah, what? No. Ah, oh, okay. I found one, Al. Where'd you go? Now, this is one I actually haven't watched. I just saw it as it was going along on Twitter. So, this is an event that happened within the calendar year. And I've actually chosen here NXT TakeOver 36. Ooh, okay. Anything about this one? It's the return of Samoa Joe, isn't it? Yeah, so it says here on my notes, this was the Kyrian Cross Samoa Joe NXT Championship. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in the Undisputed Elite, or the Undisputed Finale, they're calling it, which is a two out of three falls match. Mm -hmm. First fall is singles, second fall is a street fight, and third fall, if necessary, is a steel cage. Sounds very reminiscent of the Triple H and Mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then we've also got the NXT UK Championship with Walter taken on Dragunov in a rematch from one of their previous UK uh, shows that took place, I think, about 10 months earlier in 2020. So I think this is going to be our uh, watch along this month. What do you think about that? I like it. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot of first-timers that we've had on this show, would you say? I definitely would agree, because looking at like Dakota Kai and what was it, Rochelle Rodriguez and all those people, yep, they're definitely first time right. for this podcast. There is, there is a there is a Div- no no Divas a women's NXT Championship match also on the card. So how many how many matches in this already? There's only I, one. I think there's five. Five, isn't yeah. there? Yes. All right, I like it. Let's open all it right, up. Let's, let's crack it. it open. Guys, before we actually hit play, we want to give a shout-out to two great wrestling podcasts from the League of Extraordinary Idiots. We are talking about the Front Face Lock podcast and the Smackin' It Raw podcast. Check these guys out. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink, we watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash Podcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at Front Face Lock Podcast and Twitter at Front Face Lock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at frontfacelockpodcast at gmail.com. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Lead Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of, and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week. We've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts, so if you want to have fun, 
take your pants off, put in your headphones, pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device, relax and just have a good time, catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way. Come check us out. You guys can find me at Matt Ritter, that is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R, on Twitter only. There you will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw. That'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. You guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World, and that will get you the YouTube, the merchandise, and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh cw superhero stuff if you want to check out the smack and raw podcast if you want to check out our other show return to wrestling where me and my co-host travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old wcw nitros and pay-per-views and i have to suffer through hulk hogan repeatedly if that sounds like something that you think is fun come check that out as well we also have a youtube only show hosted by vince called spitter swallow that you can find on our youtube we've got so much content for you dungeons after dark as well that episode two is coming it is our most viewed episode on pornhub so if any of this sounds appealing to you i can't wait to have you guys come follow us listen to us and interact with all of you like i said take your pants off pull up get comfortable and let's have a good time All right, guys, we are back. Load up your WWE Network, go up to the NXT tab, then drop down to TakeOver and go down to what was the final NXT TakeOver, number 36. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you should all be hovering over that play button right now with us, and we're going to count down from three, two, one. Oh, this is an interesting opening. This is the then, now, forever, forever opening, isn't it? Yeah, so this is what you would say their most recent one, because it's even got Flair doing the woo as well. Yes, Flair has not For a while, he was taken out, yeah. Uh, Together. Here we go, guys. Mm. Uh, I'm a lot like you, Tom. I have not seen this show, so this is going to be kind of fun to actually do a... uh, an NXT show and we've got the um, NXT at this time is with the uh, not uh, we didn't have this is definitely during the end of the COVID time wasn't it yeah well the Thunderdome was what middle of 2020 and then this is when they were allowed to let fans come back so this is I think it may have even been they were calling it the Capital Wrestling Centre or something where they were hosting the shows from but they were allowed to have fans back, but it was still capacity. They couldn't have too many people there. William Regal, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. Oh my goodness, look at this. And and seriously, dude, I've been waiting so long to do a Walter match. Now we get to see one. He is Walter. Yeah. You, can, you can call him Gunter as much as you want, but it's... And this woman right here, Dakota Kai, is a beast. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez is a beast as well too and that's the thing like I know her as Raquel Rodriguez but this is when she was Raquel Gonzalez Gonzalez that's right because when she was brought up a couple of months ago they made it Rodriguez and made her smile where this time it wasn't about smiling she was a very very intense athlete and here we go the million dollar man Ted Biasi's million dollar championship hmm Lord, this is when uh, a bit of comedy, a bit of 
und Action and und Comedy in Wrestling. Yeah, this makes me think of Bruce Pritchard, all this stuff. Yes, big time. Yeah. And here we go. TikTok. It is so good to see this man back in uh, the WWE. And I did not see that coming, dude, last same, weekend. Same. I just did not see that coming at all. Because I recently got tagged as a promotion called Destiny Pro Wrestling. They tagged me in they tagged me in a lot of their tweets on Twitter. And yes. they've actually announced that Kyrian Cross is in the main event against Josh Alexander, who's the impact champion. Yes. And then like two days later he then returns on SmackDown, so it's like, what? Like I I wouldn't have even guessed that Kyrian's coming out and what a way to come out. You know, attract you know, Drew McIntyre and face off there with Roman and you know, Scarlet turns up the uh what do they call that thing? The little sand Thing the hourglass. Yeah. TikTok. TikTok. I, I, like you said, I had no idea that he was coming back in. It was a mm. pleasant surprise. The, um, oh, let's go to Applebee's. Get the, uh, it's a grill bar. We don't have Applebee's down here in Australia, sadly. And talking about American chains, I actually went to our local massive shopping centre, guys, we have in Melbourne, and there's actually an American candy store that just opened up there. And yes. holy shit, man. Like, so much, so many Reese's peanut butter cups. Like, too yes. many Reese's peanut butter cups. Jelly beans and all this stuff, all these different flavoured soft drinks. I'm like, I will take one of everything. Yeah, it's definitely the place where you can go in there and walk out with diabetes. Oh, even the cereals, they had like Lucky Charms and all this shit, and I'm like, I'll take them all. Yep. So we've got Wade Barrett, Vic Joseph, and Beth Phoenix. I'm not familiar with uh, Vic Joseph, and I don't think I've seen him before. Uh, Wade Barrett, I've known him for a very long time, especially as part of his uh, Nexus time, mm. and Beth Phoenix, you know, the Glamazon. The yeah, I know, uh, Diva, I know... Diva Championship. I know Wade as more as what Stu Barrett when he went to NWA for a little bit as well he was there I had no idea that he was in there Mm -mm. Vic yeah as you said Vic Joseph I don't know much about him usually they're like backstage announcers and then after they've done enough skills there they put them on camera and off they go for the commentary table like that Tom Phillips guy is over there in Impact now as their announcer that was awkward then everyone was like this this match is um Consisted under one fall, and you hear these people go, one fall. <laughs> they didn't say like this the, the two people group. on this. It's the million dollar man, Ted Biasi. Money, money, money. I went to Applebee's. It was delicious. Look how big I got. I used to be fit as hell. What's he doing? Actually, with that? was on a. Just going to put you, the sir. in the bin. <laughs> Um, I went to uh, on 2B TV the other day and it's actually got the Million Dollar Man's uh, documentary with his sons Ted Biasi talking about how he turned his life around and owned up for his sins and all this stuff it's pretty hardcore yeah well he found religion and uh... now who is this gentleman I'm not familiar with this man so Cameron Grimes when I first saw him it was in Impact Wrestling so in Impact he was called Trevor Lee Yep. Um, and he was a really good X Division wrestler. One of his first matches I saw was when he actually won the X Division belt. And it's almost the same exact look, same character that, that NXT brought in. Okay. He's like a country boy. He's just an outback country boy. That's the kind of character. He looks like and, a stripper. Yeah, well, 
Looks like me too, same beard and hair. They couldn't shoot on a stripper. Well, make a, make a lot of uh, a lot of people cry. Please welcome Bang Bang Tom. <laughs> Tom, you I'm doing the, the Simpson. No, it's the Simpson reference. L, come on, on, just shameful, bloody shameful. Well, you do it then. No, because I don't want to be that person coming you down. Al- to Alan, this. In, Alan in the past would have done it. Yeah, but I would also ask you ask you to do your um, Paul Bearer impersonation. Um, I'm not doing it. No. He, this fella is in the current WWE game as well too. Oh yeah. Um, DLC or was he just a already when it started? I think he was a a DLC character. Mm. But there's like I think there was a Rising Stars pack or something that came out recently. Yeah. And this gentleman here is on. He's LA Nice. He's on SmackDown now, I believe. Yeah. So. When I first saw LA Knight, I knew him actually from TNA. He was actually called Eli Drake, was his name there. And he wrestled in TNA and became their world champion. But it was back when they weren't calling it the world championship. They were calling it the global championship. The global, yep. So he was called the Impact Wrestling Global Champion. And Eli Drake was the name that he had there. And as you just touched on, he's on SmackDown now as Max Dupree is the name that he's going by. Right. And he's the manager of the Maximum Male Models team. Now, didn't we see... I think we they had a, vin, uh, um, a vignette. A vignette, thank you. Yep. On um, During SummerSlam, was it? Of them drinking water and... Yeah. It, it was very, very... Um, yeah, homoerotic. Oh, it was awesome. Moved. Yeah, it's awesome. there we go. Yeah. A lot of movement in the pants. Mm. Yeah, I reminded it back. It was like, holy shit, man, this is wrestling. <laughs> you know, you could you could always watch it on Twitter if you want. Go back and do it instead of just just rewinding it back. Uh, I'll be back in a sec. No, don't. Please don't. But just turn your mic off. Yeah, it's funny because like a couple of weeks ago, supposedly he made a mistake or didn't deliver the promo correctly, and Vince said, "That's it. We're not doing Max Dupree anymore." And the next week, they had a female leader of the group that was replacing him. And then, since Triple H has stood back into the role he's in now, mm. he's been brought back now. Yeah. So Vince's reign of terror is finally gone, and mm. uh, the almighty Hunter Hearst Helmsley has uh, brought back the wrestling, brought back the interest in wrestling. Instead of it was the same old shit, now we've got some different shit happening. And, like, what's your take, really, in the last 14 days? It's just been interesting. It's just been fun. It's mm. actually been like every time. It, it was sort of reminds me when AEW first started up, and then it was like, "Who's here? Who's Tony Khan uh, signed up now? Who's next?" And it was like former, you know, WWE or NXT um, superstars or wrestlers, sorry, would rock up to the company, and now that's sort of like a, a resurgence as, as returned. Mm. And again, we saw Kieran Cross. Um, I think. Who did we see on a... Oh, jeez, what a slap. Shadow well, you've had... So, the, what is it? The Hit Row, they returned. Just recently. Tyrion just came back. You had Dexter Loomis on yes. Raw. You had, what is it? Um, Eos Sky and Dakota Kai debut with mm-hmm. Bailey at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I missing somebody? I think that's everybody. Yeah, so... It's interesting, because I even feel for, like, AEW, like, Swerve Strickland was in the Hit Row 
and he's over there with Keith Lee. Like all these guys that are coming back, it's like, whoa, maybe this war is kind of heating up a little bit now. It's no longer NXT versus Dynamite. You know, it's really around NXT is almost invading the main roster now. All their main stars that Vince didn't see a lot for, you know, are now getting a shot. Well, it's just interesting how things have just sort of changed. They're like mm. the um, US title is like being treated like the um, the second title, the like the Intercontinental title is actually being treated right. You know, almost every show that they're putting it on the show they're talking it up they're getting JBL to every sort of um, vignette to talk about it you know word it up it's interesting times there was an interview that Bobby Lashley did recently I think it was for TMZ and he was talking about you know being the United States champion and he clearly says in the promo look to be honest I I am the champion of Raw you know Mm -hmm. Roman may have the two belts he can come and defend them every two months if he wants to. Everybody knows that this is the belt on the brand, and I'm happy to make the United States Championship the main prize on Raw, which is cool. Mm. Mm. Big time. Is he allowed to help him? With that? I, I was going to say, watch this. Uh, we've got a replay here. That's a DQ, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, but it's the re- referee. She should be doing her job. You know, into the plexiglass. So this is actually for the Million Dollar Championship, as you would have seen there. Yes. Now, this is actually a rematch between the two. I actually think it may have even been the third time. It went across multiple NXT shows. And as you saw in that footage there of Trevor Lee, also known as you know Grimes, he was the butler to uh, ah. LA Knight. In this storyline, it was, if I beat you, not only do I keep the Million Dollar Championship, but Ted Biasi, you also become my butler. Oh, God. Jesus. So it's sort of going back and rehashing the Virgil Ted Biasi feud from like yeah. early 80s. So, really, this match here is, is the break. If, it's, if Grimes wins, not only does he get the million dollar championship, but he also severs this whole. Butler thing that's over, and this really was the end of their feud, I think, from memory. Which takes me back to um, my partner um, just recently just sent me a um, something to it, it's on the uh, LA Liberal Australia Facebook. Um, mm. It's she sent me a couple of hours ago. Ex wrestler Virgil claims he's had sex with over one million women. Yep, that's right. Would you like me to continue? <laughs> I was just thinking about what did Scott Steiner say? How many did he say? About the same. Yeah. But he also had a tiger. One million pro... women, eh? What, what, Would, you yeah. read it to me. I want to hear this. All right. Former pro wrestler Virgil claims he has had sex with millions of women, and but it's safe to say the numbers don't add up. The WWE veteran, real name Michael Jones, or Mike Jones? made the suggestion during a recent appearance on the Breadstick Diaries podcast. Speaking with the host, uh, Vinny Vegas, Virgil agreed to uh, agreed to answer uh, several questions from the fans, including one asked, what, what's your number, Virgil? How many girls? And he was more happy to oblige. 
Uh, would you like me to do Mike Jones's voice? Just really quickly, too, while you do it. What's the name of the podcast again? I want to research these fellas. One more time. The Breadstick Diaries podcast. Breadstick Diaries. Yep. The Breadstick Diaries. I don't know. Maybe like worldwide? Probably a million, he said. Vinny can't contain his laughter, telling him, Virgil, come on. A million? The former sports entertainer maintains his claim, responding, Yep, you just like how many people in the world. Vinny then asks, So you're claiming right now, that, and you're telling me that your estimated number of women you've had sex with is a million. Virgil replied, It could have been. With the interviewers then pointing out the numbers of more than Ric Flair. I've had more than Ric Flair. Despite sounding very sure and that he had been he's been with so many women, the viewers were on hand to rebuff his lofty estimations. As said to by one of the commentators, okay, I did the math. Virgil was born on April seventh, nineteen fifty one. For him to be with to be with a thousand, it was a million women, that was an average of one woman every thirty seven point five minutes of his entire life since his <laughs> birth. In response to another note, I did the maths as well, and for over forty years of wrestling, about sixty or uh, sixty or so a day off. Lol. The third commentator, no way. Ric Flair, the man has had sex with a th- a 10 million plus sorry 10,000 plus sorry Virgil slash Vincent slash Soul Train Jones I don't believe you I don't believe you so yes while Virgil has might have thrown a, uh, thrown a mill out there in his uh, proverb dick swinging contest it appears that he, he may have been exaggerating just a, a, sorry, extracting just a, a tad. And there we go, guys. Uh, Mike Jones, ex, uh, ex wrestler Virgil, claims he's had sex with one million women. So it must be what every time he's sitting at the table trying to sell his merch, he just ducks off for 30 minutes, comes back every just, 30 minutes. I'll be back, baby. I just need to sit down and just. Yeah, um. How interesting, hey? I've actually found the interview. It's on, uh, guys, if you want to check it out, it's on Amazon.com hyphen music under, yeah, Virgil and Virgil, the the Breadstick Diaries shoot interview. He did it about a couple of weeks ago. Yes, he did. I will be checking that out after I'm editing this show tonight. Very nice. We're going for the million dollar dream here. Sorry, guys, we've been talking over this match, but that it was too uh, too good to uh, to not talk about. Head scissors. It's been a good scrap so far. I think you would like some of Trevor Lee's stuff. He was he was very good in the X Division. Mm-hmm. I think he did a couple of X Division Ultimate X matches. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because he looks exactly the same. <laughs> the same exact look. So it's like NXT is like, what you're doing over there, we want that over here. So just going to move you over the chessboard. Mm-hmm. And you, come, you come play over here now. Oh, kick in the head. 
And I actually really liked Eli Drake. Like when he was in mm. Impact Wrestling, he was a very good heel. And that's what people were kind of hoping for is like get rid of the whole Max, you know, Max Dupree thing on SmackDown and bring back, you know, LA Knight or LA Knight, bring that heel back and be a top heel on SmackDown. But I think Vince saw him more as a, you know, a voice box, you know, want you to be a Jimmy Hart style character, create your own little team. And yeah, we'll see how we go. Well, when I hear the, um, the last name Dupree, it just makes me think of the, um, uh, Rene Dupree of the yeah. um, La Resistance La Resistance that we've had on uh, quite a while ago on one of our shows or forearm shot and I'm watching everyone in the crowd everyone's wearing a mask lots of people are wearing masks something you don't see very rarely these days oh we've got here what is this oh my god Jesus mate one two Oh, he kicked out. That was like a reverse DVD driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, also, LA Knight's also in the WWE game as well, too. Oh, yeah, nice. I think he was in the most recent DLC pack as well. So, did you find out who did the voice of Tony the Tiger? I'm still looking. My God. When you say Tony the Tiger, what are you talking about? Uh, the Tony the Tiger from the Frosted Flakes. Do you, not, not, you know, Frosted Flakes, but dead ah, here they were. Yes. Found it. Found yes. it. Mm-hmm. Ready? I knew it started yes. with an L. Lee Marshall. Lee Marshall. That's it. There we go. What a great name. Yes. That the is. first website says RIP Lee Marshall, WCW party correspondent, and Tony the Tiger. Yes. Oh. Look out, look out. Skin the cat. Oh, wow. Jeez. Ooh, it's like a Spanish fly. Just that open leg shot was a bit, um, a bit much there. Do you yeah, like Lee Marshall, uh, Lee Marshall passed away in 2014. He did. Hmm. Well, he was 64 years old. It is bleeding, yeah. Well, I think that's just out the bridge of the nose, but that was cool. What's that? Wham. I don't know. Is Tepiasi still on NXT these days, or is he like nah. doing his own thing now? I think this was the end of the thing. This was the end of their story. This was his only program that he had. I think uh, Grimes took on Braun Breaker a couple of weeks ago for the NXT Championship, but that was face versus face. Okay. Yeah. And it's weird because I think Ellen and I were discussing, guys. This is the most recent we've actually ever gone back. We've gone like 2020. The latest we've ever gone back was 1989. And here we are in a year that was, I would say, quite a challenging year, especially in the podcast world for us. Like, this is where we're learning how to use technology and, you know, record using Skype and different online methods. And But I think we've got it down pat now. Yeah, big time. And I think at this time we were, it was just that freedom had returned in the world. Mm. We were um, sort of allowed to leave our houses. You know, um, we sort of knew that COVID was still there but there's not much we can do about it. All we can do is just pretty much look after ourselves, do the right thing. Um, and sort of wrestling was going back to its normal. We didn't have any more of the screens, mm. you know? Um, oh, look at this. Oh, my God. Is he going to do a top rope? Oh, holy shit. Oh, my freaking God. Oh, beautiful, man. 
That was awesome. Tibby asked, he's looking at us, I wouldn't be doing that shit back in the day. <laughs> my God, no way you might be doing that. And I think you're talking about fans coming back. I think from memory, I could be wrong, guys. Let me know on, on Twitter. But I thought it was SummerSlam of that year. That's the one where Cena took on um, Roman. Roman Reigns. And I think that was one of the first major events to have fans back as well after WrestleMania. Because Mania was kind of mixed when they did it that year. But I do remember that SummerSlam having fans there watching it in that stadium for uh, Roman versus Cena and then Brock returned at the end. Yes. And definitely. F5 Cena like multiple times. Gracious butler of all time. Here we go. A stunner there. Yeah, he was going for it. Oh. Million dollar dream. Million dollar dream. Cutting up the circulation to the brain. Putting him to sleep. Nice to call it the, what was it? Million dollar lock. The million dollar lock. <laughs> You even put that on a shirt one time. It was fantastic. Because I just didn't get it on my dream. I'm like, how do you mean it's a locking move, though? Puts and you then you're sleep. like, Tom, it puts you to sleep. And I'm like, yeah. ah, see? Alan, always thinking ahead. Is, is he going to do the Bret Hart? Yes, he is. Oh, he did it Bret Hart style. That's to... pretty cool. Oh, oh Wait, that, wow. I thought that was a three, though. Same here. It's like there was a quick camera cut, so maybe there was a mistake. But I think she, I think she dropped to her knees, and then I think that was like sort of the. She's a good follow on social media. This referee too is she? Yeah. Oh, far out. There's a lot of stuff on Instagram as well too. Like, she'll like do those stuff. really cool things, like you know, you'll see her in casual clothes, and then she'll like put her hand on the camera and then take it away, and then she's dressed up to referee. Those real nice. quick like TikTok transition videos, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, speaking of the TikTok guys, if you'd like to follow me, that's Roscoe underscore Bosco eighty four. I'm doing a lot more videos daily, so and I also because I've reached up with the numbers, thank you very much. I'm able to do lives now. Nice. So every now and again I'll jump on live and uh I might do some uh he's got the belt. Uh I might even do some gaming on there. Just before we even did this show tonight too, your boy right here was look out. Oh, what a kick in the head! Was on Twitch. Hmm. Uh, did a uh, a Fortnite stream. Oh my God, ref! ref. I didn't do nothing. Could give him my belt back. Yeah, but he could pay the ref. <laughs> Just gave it. What the? Oh, he's it. That's cool. Look at the fans. Is that very similar to Slaughter's version? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Almost looks exactly the same way that Slaughter used to do the camel clutch. He's he taught Stone Cold Steve Austin how to do it when he was the ringmaster. Oh yeah. Oh wow, look at that. That's pretty cool. Oh, um, interesting pin there. Called it the cave in. It was like a we got a million dollar champion. It was like a coup de grace, but like yes, it was. from a standing position, yeah. Good Probably match. the one thing I would say I don't like about this this kind of time is I, I can't get into the actual ring announcer. Okay. I just think she oversells it. Like, mm. you watched her throughout tonight. She just... You can just tell, like, why are you overdoing it? 
and I get how people want to have a character and they want to get himself on screen. I just think her voice is just not suited. She oversells stuff mm. to the point that it's distracting. It's kind of like that Audrey referee on AEW. She's distracting. You, you keep checking out. She does all these mannerisms and they're like, it's not about you. Like people, referees like Tommy Young and stuff like that didn't make it about them. They just ref the match. Yeah, they might have done a few facials, but that's all they did. They weren't over the top with their refereeing. Well, everyone in AEW is an actor. Everyone. Mm. Everyone is an actor. And, uh, yeah, I saw the fallen out of love with uh, uh, AEW now. Have you really? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I can't really stand it anymore. It's, uh, don't know what it is. It's just, it just feels, just feels very try hard. Mm. Like they're trying to, to grab you. And it's just, to, to, I think it was when you showed me, that um, Adam Cole turned his back on the Bucks and they had that young child crying. Mm. Do people forget sort of why why he did it? Why he destroyed the Bucks like that? If you know your law, what happened in New Japan, you'd understand. There's mm. a reason why he doesn't trust the Bucks. They kicked him out of the Bullet Club and they sent him down here. So... Can you blame a brother? I don't really blame him. Plus, any time to see the Bucks get the absolute shit kicked out of it brings me a lot of joy. Now learn. Oh, yeah. Any time there. Well, they're actually turning them faces. You know that now? I don't give a shit. Yeah. Did you hear that they've got the trio's tag belts coming? And who they're, they're trying to get Hangman Page to be their partner, but it's rumored there's going to be uh, Kenny Omega's going to come back and be their partner. Woo. Hmm. Oh, speaking of John Cena, ladies and gentlemen, yes, the one of the most, I would have to probably think the most downloaded and also bought of character on Fortnite, the skin that oh, you yeah. of John Cena, John Cena. I've seen so many memes of like the waiting room and it's just all Cena. <laughs> one with yeah. the belt, one without the belt, one with the shirt, one with no shirt. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually, um, when I first, when I was, gifted a code uh, for the actual John Cena uh, uh, skin I actually got um, did a, a, uh, a stream on Twitch entitled um, Let's Go Cena Cena Sucks mm. so yeah my son is getting a little bit on the obsessive side with V-Bucks man he just he just thinks like oh I've got to buy them and I'm like you don't need to buy everyone it's cosmetic if they're cosmetic they're not like, just because you buy Thanos he doesn't do anything different no, it doesn't. it's just the look yeah no but I want to get him and I'm like I know but you have to help me and do jobs around the house and I'll pay you I'm not just going to give you 12 bucks to get you know a grand's worth of V-Bucks for doing nothing yeah be wary of that because yeah. you might have to remove your banking details, or maybe. Oh, just he would. Using... He would never buy it without us. Oh, without good. asking. Good. Yeah. I actually know of a few people that have done that. I have same. heard that in my job. Yeah. I've actually have. Um, actually, I'm not going to even say it. But yes, I know uh, two young fellows that have lots and lots of money have taken mm -hmm. out of their parents' accounts, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh dear. V, what the hell's a V buck? What have you bought? Three hundred dollars later. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much it is so simple 
to because they don't ask for passwords. It's just yeah. the microtransactions for the V Bucks. You'll get instantly. Oh, Rhea Ripley. Yes, please. Lots of the bag of chips, please. Shout out there to Adelaide. Come on. Yeah, mate. Two thing, two best things to come out of Adelaide. Number one. Number one is. Oh, Josh Robinson. Yeah. Number two. Yeah, I'll say Rhea. Oh, they're both number one in my book. We're talking about Adelaide. I'm actually going to Adelaide in a few weeks, so I oh might God, drop why? by. I'm trying to find Rhea Ripley. You here? Where's your house? Just go to Josh's place do a podcast with him. <laughs> hey, brother. Hi. Yeah, I've got to go there for work for like four days. And I'm like, yep, I will take that opportunity. I'm going nice. there. I want to get out of the state and travel you for poor, a bit. You poor thing. I couldn't think of worse than anything going to Adelaide. They got the one thing. They got the one tram that goes to the beach and back. And everything closes at four o'clock. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's the one of the most boring places. Oh, actually, that's quite rude. I shouldn't say that. But it is. It's quite, quite boring. So this is pretty cool. This, to me, makes me think of In Your House 7. Yes. Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Good yes. Friends, Better Enemies Bitter, from 1995, enemies. I think it was. Um, and this was, yeah, Raquel was like Diesel. Dakota was like Shawn Michaels. They were the inaugural SmackDown women. Oh, no, it's SmackDown women's. It was the inaugural NXT women's NXT. tag team champs, and then they lost them. Now they're facing off for the belt. Um, and when I heard Dakota speak, I'm like, is she Australian? And I quickly Googled it. She's actually New Zealand. She, yep. New Zealand girl. She, her real name is Shirley Georgia Crowley. She's 34 from Auckland, New Zealand, also known as Evie. And also this name here, King Kota, which was the name that she was using after she got released a couple of months ago. So when she got oh. cut, she was using King Coda or simply Coda when she was doing some appearances. Okay. And now she's come back, as we've seen with Bailey and Sky, and she's now going back to Dakota Kai. Good. It's mm. really kind of fun to hear um, their names coming back. This is their names. None of this, um, like, shortened names or completely different names anymore. Never really understood it, why Vinnie Mac did that. Mm, take away why? the last name. Or why? Take away the first name, like Bobby why? Lashley, simply Lashley. Yeah. Why? Just why do that? I don't, I, there's no. I can't understand any understanding of it. Mm. Which is weird it, because in his era he didn't do it a lot. They're like Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, I mean. Steve Austin. They were all had a last name and a first name. That's a great shot. It's a good belt too. It's different. Calm down. No, this reminds me of like a Bobby Lashley type of thing. Yes. Pick me up like a little baby. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed now. Come on. You should carry me in your arms. It just makes me think of something like, what is that, like Juice Bigelow. Yeah, yes. being carried by the big woman when he's over there in Europe. No, it makes me think of uh, Wentworld 2 when Kim Basinger picks up Dana Carvey. Can uh, I have some cocoa? Bang! Just hits his he head slam his door. head on the door or something. Yes. <laughs> his eyes get all foggy. Good morning, darling. I hope I wasn't much of an animal. <laughs> I want you to kill my husband. He's a gun. Yeah. Here's the gun. He goes, what? <laughs> you just watch Garth's um, persona just return. Uh, it just cool. drops, drops it in a garden and then runs off. And just goes back to being Garth. 
So Raquel Gonzalez, she's real name is Victoria Gonzalez. She is actually 31, also known as so Raquel Gonzalez here, Raquel Rodriguez, Rena Gonzalez, and Victoria Gonzalez. She's from Reno Grande Valley, Texas. Any relations to the giant Gonzalez? Uh, no. This is an well, interesting one here. Formerly dated professional wrestler Adam Shear, also known as Braun Strowman. Oh. That's a goodness. power couple. Oh, yes. I bet you they could probably bench press each other. Yeah, no relation to Giant Gonzalez. Started like training in... Tw- <laughs> that's in your fantasy world. Yeah, in, in my WWE fantasy world, um, she's the um, the great-great-niece Ah, of, um, not daughter. Yep. No, that'd be weird. Because he, you know, he had that weird body suit. No, 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 that was a real suit. That, that was his actual real body he took on <laughs> The Undertaker. <laughs> At WrestleMania. Yes. So this is very much like Shawn Michaels takes on Diesel. Mm. And in, in that feud, Shawn Michaels was the heel, wasn't he? Uh, good question. I actually think for memory it might have been Michaels was the face because I know Michaels won okay. when they did the actual show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a whole jealousy thing because I think didn't didn't Sid Vicious or something come in and get involved or something and be Sean's backup or something. Yeah, he was. He was the uh, he, he saw a new heavy that he yeah. had during that time because they faced off at the '97 Rumble, I think, for the championship. Sean and they, Sid, yes, sure did. Yeah. You ever think about doing your hair pink, Tom? Uh, funny about that I took my son to get a haircut today and there was a couple of girls his age actually getting that done nice like the actual ends of their hair and side note talking about hair my son guys has done the mullet you know this oh, whole mullet one? you know this mullet trend that's going around at the moment my yeah, youngest yeah, son oh okay he got talked into it he's been growing his hair for quite a long time and he had a few mates at school starting to do this mullet look and they said come on mate do it and he's like oh yeah I'll talk to my dad and he asked me today and goes, oh, can I get a haircut? And, and he whispered, he's like, can I get the mullet? And I'm like, well, are you sure about it? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, all right, let's go. And uh, to be honest, it actually suits him. So, Well, mind you, you and I, back in the 80s, we had the mullet. Yeah. We had the rat's tails. We had the style. It was the style at the time. And then it was brought back. Uh, it's we see a lot of footy players have it we just have a, a lot of we even have a, a golf player from Australia um, that got very popular a couple of weeks ago with the mullet because he got popular I was going to say that like where did it kind of come from and it seems to be it's the sporting world so that, that's where I think footy NRL and then yeah any other sports like, that's where it just seemed to have risen and come back man bun seems to have gone and it's more kind of this whole mullet look that sportsmen are doing yeah I personally I don't think I tried to do it and it just wouldn't look right. I'm happy having the sort of the hairstyle of a 1950s gangster. Mm. Yeah, uh, you're short on the side with a high fade that you do. Always, always. Um, so that's interesting now because that mm. is now that my son, Quinton, is the only one out of his cousin's group. He has two other cousins and they both have mullets. And yeah. now he has your boy with uh, with the mullet. I think his uh, mother has made it abundantly clear that would never happen. <laughs> well, Quentin always has a short haircut like yourself, a nice um, what short on top, fade on the side. That's his style. 
And I always ask him, I said, do you, do you want to grow it out? And he goes, no, I like having short hair. I'm like, my man. Yeah, he looks at his uncle and me and goes, what the... Yeah, he, he asked me one time, he goes, when are you going to finally cut it? And I'm like, oh, not yet, mate. He goes, why not? And I'm like, I don't know. No, I want to. Let, let me be. Yeah, no, that's not me. That's saying that's it, like, what do you think of uncle's hair? He, That's all him. Yes, the last time I saw him, I got out of the car and he greeted me with a face palm. He's just like leaning into his hand like, oh my God, that's my uncle. Yeah, I always like to say him as a son. I've known your uh, your uncle his whole life and pretty much since day dot, that's always uh, what I've done. Hey, easy. Every show. You just end the show with what? Well, what the hell did I just spend two hours doing? Like I could have been, for, I could have been playing Fortnite. Much. So could have been being a Fortnite loser. Which I was going to say I could have been Fortniting, but I don't know if that's what they call it. Or why don't you shut the f up? I don't know. Is that what they call it? Fortniting? I don't know. No, no, no. The fort, they don't even say that. They say what? I'm playing the Fortnite. Well, I would say Fortniting. I'm going to hashtag would... Fortniting. Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> so anyway. You said you played a few a game or two the other night, did you? Yeah, I tried a battle royale. My son had gone to bed and he had it still open, and I'm like, "Hmm, well, they got a solo." I'm like, "What's that mean?" Okay, I'm like, "All right, I'll, I'll jump in because I'm like, I'm pretty good at a third person shooter. Mm-hmm. Give me the basic control set. What's your zoom? Yep, that's your shoot. Okay, what's, cool. What skin? What skin yeah. were you? I think I might have just been. Who was it? I think it's just a generic... I don't know who their names are. I don't know who the okay. people are. It's just a generic character. And I'm like, oh, oh yep, so you thank you, bus driver. Okay, cool. Yep. Good, okay. good so boy. We're, so we're That's... jumping? Oh, we're jumping. Okay, yep. And funny, on my very first try, I got down to the final three, which was pretty cool. <sighs> got good some good you. XP for my son, but didn't get the win. I was pissed off about it, though, so... And um, you guys have got the... Uh, do you have the battle pass? Yes. Cool. We just don't have the other one. There's, isn't there another pass or something that you level up 25 levels or something don't and... do that, that no, no I didn't do it I just saw yeah. that yeah that's how they um, they make that cheddar cheese that will cost mm. you a lot of V-Bucks to do that so take your time yeah yeah no it's a good game I can definitely see that it could become like I've got to no, I'll do another game I'll do one more I'll just do one more oh it's only oh it's only $10 V-Bucks yeah I'll put 10 in Oh damn it! I need more, and it's funny because the way they work it out, you have to buy two sets of V Bucks to actually buy something. That's like how they it's do like, it. oh, you only get one thousand one hundred, which means you get two thousand two hundred. But the thing you want to buy is two thousand three hundred, so then you need to buy more. And I'm like, yeah, they're doing this. They've worked it out here. Mind you, probably the best thing to do is when you're doing the battle pass. Yes, it will cost you real life money. But while while you're leveling up, you will be um, unlock V bucks. Mm. So when you use it, save the little V bucks away. That's what I've always done. I've yeah. actually been holding. I've never, well, in my time of playing the game, have never run out of V bucks because I've always waited. Oh my god, one-handed power bomb! Um, I have not. Um, had to, the problem of like wanting a skin. Oh my god. She missed that. Jesus, that could have ended oh, badly. Got, no, no, she got it that time. There we go. Second effort. Yeah, yep. First you don't succeed. Try, try again. Well, she's up. Yeah, she was going for like a triangle choke. Yeah, she's, 
She's going really. Oh, oh my god! Oh my That's god! Different. What was she doing? That's pretty bomb. cool. That's oh, pretty cool. Shit. Batista bomb, man. One, two. And it's funny because my wife goes, how can they make money if the game's free? And I'm like, they make money. They know exactly what they're doing. It's like GTA Online. It's like the future Assassin's Creed Online. It's free. It's free quotations. It's, you know, play to win. You know, pay to win, really. That's how they get there. Yep. Exactly on the top, brother. I said they make more money making the game free than if they ever actually put a price tag on to buy it. They know exactly what they're doing. That's so very true. Mm. And a lot of games are doing that now. Like, there's a lot of pretty good free games on the PS5 and PS4 store. And it's like, oh, they're free. But it's like, ah, oh, there you go. There's a the little hidden thing. You want to level up quickly? Put in 50 bucks or put in 30 bucks. And Yep, yep. so true. Yeah. Oh, she's lifting her up. Where have we got a power bomb again or a pole driver? Oh, Jeez. wow. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. oh. Oh, that's right. The ramps there. I forgot that. We have that. ramp. The yeah, ramp. It's like old back. WCW '93. Nothing better than ramp. What? <laughs> no ramp. The ramp is good. I always like seeing the ramp in um, in wrestling. Except if you Daniel Bryan and you jokingly get your leg broken there. I think that started off as like he slipped and he's like, "Ha ha, that hurt." No, seriously, I'm hurting. And then it yeah. became a real serious thing. Yeah. And supposedly that happened recently. Where I don't know if you checked it out on Dynamite. When the no. ass boys got flipped over in the dumpster, when they took on um, Caster and the other fellow, they did a rething of like Terry Funk characters, put them in the dumpster, then flip it. And they did that on Dynamite and they flipped it over. And one of the fellows, I think it's um, Brett from the Brainbuster Boys podcast, was there and he said he'd, they, couldn't flip, they couldn't flip it over. Like after it landed during the commercial break, the, all the techs couldn't turn it back over. They were stuck in there. It, they were full on panicking to twist this back onto its side to get him out because it's real. How crazy is that? That's ridiculous. That was yeah. a great backbreaker. It's almost like a Canadian destroyer, though. It was. Canadian destroyer backbreaker. Or as they call it at this time, the Panama Sunrise, which is what That's... Cole was doing. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, so supposedly, um, yeah, the Ass Boys got stuck in an upside down dumpster. Oh, well, Billy Gunn did it to, to uh, Cactus and Funk back in the day, so it's only just the universe working out properly. Mm. <sighs> I'm thinking about tag belts too. I think both what Kai and Usha Shari are actually in the semi finals of the recently reinstated uh, women's tag team belts that are coming back in the next few weeks I've got a question for you there on that one too yeah now we've got Hunter in charge now do you think we might see a return of Sasha Banks in WWE I think we're going to get a CM Punk Cena face off you know new champion and then Punk return holds up his belt you know belt for belt SummerSlam 2011 I think we'll get that I think whoever wins the tournament You'll have Sasha and Naomi jump them. Ooh, I like that. I reckon that. bring him in as heels and go after this new champion Ooh. thing and do a heel thing. Yeah. I saw a great picture of uh, Rosie Dawson and Sasha Banks together. Oh yeah, and, and uh, I think it was one of the Comic Con things that um, that just because they were both happened. in Star Wars, weren't they? They were both yeah. in The Mandalorian, and I believe that I think I don't know, but I think Sasha might be 
in the third season of The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, so which is great too because she did play a um, an actual Mandalorian uh, fighter. Um, yeah, I've got to catch up on all those shows. Yeah, fantastic. Pretty much that is as well. That show alone, the first. What would I have to say? The first season's fantastic. The second season's fantastic, and then the two episodes that the character of the Mandalorian appears mm. in Boba Fett are hands down the greatest. They're so good. Because that's what confused me. I was like, oh, are they in the same timeline or are they t- the two different timelines? Yeah. Yep. It, whenever you get confused about the Mandalorian time, it's just, I would say it's like a, a year after Jedi. Ah, uh, okay. So it's still very fresh then. Yeah. Yeah. The Empire's been destroyed, but the Empire mm. still is sort of very much a, around, but not like the dark side. Oh, shit. Look at this. Oh, my God. Holy cool. crap. That Get was awesome, man. Very good. Good match. That's a one-handed powerbomb from the second oh. rope. That's pretty cool. NXT always do that. They've got that sort of good... You just feel it. You're just like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a great match. And it has a great ending. Hmm. Well, we've only ever actually covered three NXT shows, guys, and that was, um, what is it? We did the one where it was Shanna Baszler takes on Nikki Cross for the title, where she got choked out, and we also did NXT Arrival, which featured the four horsewomen facing off. It was um, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha mm-hmm. in that one. We did that back in 2020, I think. Look at that, Boom. man. It's almost like a choke slam. Look at that. That was fantastic. Good on. That was very cool. That reminds me of the uh, WrestleMania where Kane took on Orton and he choke slammed him from the top rope and carried him all the way down from the top rope to the floor. That was awesome. One, two, and three. And that is match number two down. And guys, we are at the 48 15 mark. See, that's gone fast. No. Two matches down there, but we've only got three left, I think, but they're pretty long, actually. The next two are. That's all right. Look at the sign up there, and still women's and women's champion. Mm hmm. COVID safe up there. Oh, what's. Who's this? So, this was one of the NXT talents, yeah. Kyla Ray. She's from the UK, um, mm. NXT. This is when they're kind of setting up UK versus USA because she's Beautiful. the actual UK women's champion. And the cool thing that you and I both touched on off mic was we both been checking at the William Regal podcast and he yes. talks really highly of her yes. in the work that she was doing over there in the UK, you know, managing a lot of the women talent and even just overall as an actual talent herself. Whoa, Okay. Yeah, Ricochet, Lin Dorado, there's Boogs, look at him. Cesaro. Cesaro, Claudia Kasichnovic. Oh, there's me, there's Tomo. Yeah, there's, a, there's a Natalie Nyhart, great follow on any type of platform. Yes. I was going to say something there, but I won't. I love her. her good. Oh. What were we going to say, Al? Cousin. <laughs> WWE is coming home this October. 
What was this for? I think it's just uh, promoting all the returning shows. Oh, when they're no going back the... on tour, probably. Yeah. Yes. And there's a, just recently, too, I think I saw that they're actually going back to house shows. Yeah. Wow. What a time. Yeah, they've got to start making that money because they would have lost a lot of money. Like the last two years, worldwide, and businesses, everything, every, people lost money. Um, so I think they've got to go back and try and find stuff to pay talent, which is yes. in the end, this is why I think a lot of talent got released was they just did not have funds to pay people fortnightly. Kyrian Cross. And there he's bald as well. That's right. Hmm. Oh, here we go. This is going to be a good one. Can you say Slapfest? Slap, Slapfest. And these gentlemen are together, aren't they? On um, SmackDown? No. Different no? Pe- different people. Looks like him, though. Yeah. Okay. Who, who's the gentleman that's with him? Uh, I will pull it up now and have a look. Yeah. He had a couple the... of name changes, I think. Yeah. Because Gunther doesn't... Well, yeah, again, this is Walter here, but Gunther looks like a completely different man now. He's leaned out like no tomorrow. Oh, yeah, he's just... I think he's been on a whole CrossFit thing and he's just really, really thin. Yes. Which some people are like, oh, come on, man. But I'm like, dude, it's his body. (laughs) Would you rather be healthy or not healthy? Really? People complaining about his body. Yeah. What if they want him to be uh, a fat bumbleaddy or something? Yeah, they just want him to be as he used to be, a big dude. But it's like, well, that's... You'd rather him be healthy. So the fellow that he debuted with... So on April 8th of this year, Gunther debuted with Marcel Berthel, known then as Ludwig Kaiser. Kaiser? Yeah, so Ludwig Kaiser is his name now. Because they're part of the Imperium, weren't they? Yeah, so the Imperium, that was Fabian Archer, who was a member of, was it Eric Young's old team? He was yep. in that. Yes. And they had Marcel Bonnell, and there was someone else that was in the team. I think there was four of them. Yeah. But oh yeah, Ludwig Kaiser is this fella that's with him. But this one here, Ilga, is it Druganoff? Hmm. He's still wrestling there now. He actually had to give up his belt a couple of weeks ago. And Mustache Mountain fought for the vacant championship. Yes. Yeah, because they're actually over now. Uh, yes, Trent I, turned on him. On yes. Time. Is it Trent? Yeah, I'm aware. Who turned on yeah. who? Yeah, one of them did. Yeah. Yeah. Either. Yeah. It was. You show me that, and I. Um, it was a kick in the teeth. So I do like them. And this was a joint relationship where HBK, who does a lot of work with NXT UK, mm. worked with Regal to bring this match to the United States, which is really the first time in a long time that the UK Championship came to the United States. Because when I think the original champion Bates, I think, was bringing the belt there and defending it back when mm. the UK belt first came out. But since they had their own show in the UK, it became this is their belt. And it's a gorgeous looking belt, too. Well, any, um, oh, there, there we go. They've even got that hell on the cell noise when yes. the cage goes down in the background. The dun 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 dun. That's cool. So you pronounce this guy's name is Ilga Drugonoff or Drugonoff. Dr- how you pronounce him? Reminds me of um, Drugonoff from um, the Rocky uh, Rocky Three. Oh, Ivan Drago. Yes. Drugno? Drug? I don't know. 
Dolph Lodrum. Mm. Love his music. Let's pull up a little bit about his opponent. Because, again, I don't watch the UK brand. I was going to actually start checking it out because literally the whole database, like from their very first show to now, was on there. I just really haven't watched it. And I do think during COVID they stopped doing shows as well. So Ilga Drugunov is from Russia, from Moscow, yes, Russia. Yes, yeah. I was going to say, it's very um, the music. So he's 28 playing. years old. He only weighs 180 pounds. So he's less than the cruiserweight division weight. Jesus, he does mm. Yeah, I was going to say once he takes that jacket off. So he's mainly wrestled over in Germany, a part of the German Wrestling Federation, known as the GWF. Also in Progress Wrestling, where he wrestled there quite a lot, and also WXW, which is also on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Had some great matches with Timothy Thatcher, who was also a former NXT talent. Travis Banks, who's an Aussie, that's over there in UK. Jordan Devlin, who's actually there now. He's actually feuding with Bron Breaker for the belt. Look at this. He, he actually debuted at NXT and then suffered a skull injury during a tryout match. Jesus. These uh, the European wrestlers, it's real to them, damn it. They take it very, very goddamn serious, don't they? Mm. Look at that visual, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember the night he debuted in um, one of the shows in Europe where Seth Rollins was looking for an opponent on Raw and Walter came out and it just got this massive cheer because he was an NXT guy then. And it's like, holy crap, Walter's on Raw. And he's he's the, the current Intercontinental Champion now, isn't he? Yeah, so he beat, uh, what, Ricochet, I think, a couple of weeks ago yes. to actually win yes. his first IC title and yeah, he's a really good talent, and I think all that people want at the moment, they cannot wait for November. They want to see Walter versus Lashley. Because <sighs> as we know, guys, Survivor Series usually features champ versus champ. So we hope we can... That would be a dream match, man. The Master Lock takes on this dude. be awesome. I love to... I'm waiting for January. Mm. Put this man in the Rumble. That'll be cool, yeah. You know, put him in the rumble, and then you can have you can bring Brock Lesnar back, and you know, let him just let these guys beat the everlasting piss out of each other. But see, even yeah. looking at him here, he's not bad. He's like William Regal, and Regal was very much like that too. Yes, yes. Mm. But now he's he's like lean. Yeah. So this one goes for 22 minutes and three Jeez. seconds. 22 minutes of a slap fest. Let's bring it on. So Walter's also known as Big Daddy Walter, Big Van Walter, Cha Cha Ping, Walter, Gunther, and Walter Hahn are other names he's gone as. What was it? Zha Zha Ping. You should bring yeah. it back. Gar. It's G H, so it's Gar hyphen yeah. Cha hyphen Ping. Shaja, yeah, yeah, Shaja Ping. Ping. Yeah, longest reigning champion in the WWE's modern era. Mm. Eight hundred and seventy days as UK champion. Roman Reigns. I think Roman's still in the eight hundreds now. I don't think he's beaten that, but I think he's in about eight hundred and something as a Universal champion. 
That's a, I love that belt. Look at that. That's cool. Yeah. Walter's going to kill you. You can hear the crowd. And how crazy to portion. think that um, on this same card, you got Walter and Joe. Like, imagine that man. <laughs> Thank you. Big manly men slapping meat. Yes, please. Look at that standoff, too. Hands up, ready to box. Look at that. But, he, but, but Gunter's, sorry, Walter's just like, you want to slap me? I can take you on. I don't need he, knee pads. I don't need elbow pads. I don't nah, need nah. this tape. Off we go. Nah, this is this <laughs> proper European wrestling right here, mm. guys. Kind of like that catch wrestling meets blood sport oh, kind God. of stuff. There yeah. we go. I was about to say this. That bare knuckle boxing style that we know that um, Wade Barrett out there is... Um, is Wade Barrett still with NXT now? Is he... Oh, my God. Oh my I God. believe he slaves. is, but again, I haven't watched a proper NXT show. Because I thought he was in um, NWA. Or has he left uh, NWA? I believe he did go there and then came mm. back. Yeah. Come here. Come here. I want to wrestle you. I love the stance of, um, was it Drugnoff? Just the full hands up, ready to go, ready to jab him. If someone says to you on the night, you know, you're enhanced talent, you know, you're coming out, you got, you know, you're in front of your family. Yeah, you're going to have a match against, uh, Gunter. Uh, Am I? Yeah. I don't want to. God damn it, why? I want to see my children grow up. <laughs> I don't want to spend the next two weeks in hospital, please. I feel like my heart went through my chest when he's... Yeah, see, if you haven't checked chops. out Walter, guys, again, just go and type in Walter Slap and just look at images and just see previous opponents with, like, massive welts all on their there back is, and their chest. A there is a YouTube video entitled Walter Slaps and I think it's like a good oh my goodness here we go Uh, I think it's like a good five minute video of him just slapping the ever living piss out of people Mm. fucking hell Jesus mate just shoulder checks him oh my god rips the bandaid rips the bandaid off referee should put a um, put some gloves on before picking up that bandage Oh man, here we go. Here we got some wrestling here. So I'm just going to find out when actually Walter won the belt. So when did it actually start? Just uh, while you're doing that too, just a thing I'd like to bring up: the hearing Michael Cole the other week drop the word pro wrestler. Yeah, I have. I have been saying little bits of terminology coming back. I was like, excuse me, baking powder. What was that? Mm. Just all right. So it says here. So, uh, Walter debuted at NXT uh, confronting the UK champion Pete Dunne. That was back at NXT Blackpool in January of 2019. He then defeated him at NXT TakeOver New York, ending Dunne's reign at 685 days. Unbelievable. So, just in those two guys alone, you're looking at nearly 1,500 days from championship reigns from just two people. That's crazy. Unbelievable. So he defeated the likes of Dunn again in another rematch. He also had Alexander Wolf. That's who I was referencing, guys. He actually joined the Imperium team. Mm-hmm. He defeated uh, Taylor Bate at NXT uh, Cardiff, which is actually a show I would love to do because it was one of the very first NXT UK pay-per-views. Cool. 
he also competed at NXT and NXT UK Worlds Collide, where they took on the Undisputed Era in an actual tag team matchup. And the match that we saw in the quick preview for this one, which is actually the first time these guys faced off, that was the October 29th episode of NXT, which was of the previous year. But I do know there was meant to be a rematch, but one of them got injured, and that's why it took so long between October to get to here. So a full, what, eight months after the first fight. Oh, he grabbed his arm. So I I have been listening to you, but I was just checking out those forearm shots. Mm. It's like we're watching a... Um... A new Japan wrestling show. It's fantastic. But it's like an actual fight as well. Like it's wrestling, yeah. but it's a fight. And that's the thing I noticed. I mean, checking out a lot of MLW when Matt Stryker was there, and he mm. would say, and up next is one of our fighters. He'll say fighter. He won't say sports entertainer. He'll say wrestler, but he also says fighter. Mm. Mm. Going for an armbar. He's got him. Which, that's pretty cool. Checking the shoulders because if they're pinned down, that's a pin for Walter. Yeah, but we can also talk about Ric Flair and uh, he's um, <coughs> attempted uh, figure four onto. Um... But that was that's funny because there were two things in the in the last few weeks where that happened. One of them was the thing with Liv Morgan. Yes. Where she what tapped out while also pinning Ronda, and then you had the Flair figure four Jeff Jarrett. What's yeah, but... your take on? And there's the first slap. That was fucking loud. Yeah, what's your uh, take on those two things? Uh, it's I, it takes me back to um, the Ric Flair, and he was the referee in the Austin um, Undertaker match. But I think it was oh my buckle bomb! Oh my god! Jesus, on the Jesus Christ! Spine on the pine. But yeah, I think that's what I just saw at the. Um, Were you talking about Liv Austin Taker from the Backlash match? I think it was, or some some yeah. bullshit, or maybe it'd been Kurt Angle and the Undertaker and something like that from back in the day. Mm. It, it's just storyline for a storyline. But now even Shannon Baszler's getting involved now, which is kind of cool, and she's going for the title and going around breaking Liv's arm, which is kind of cool. What do you think about the fans booing Liv? It was going to happen sooner or later. People are sick of it. People want a new champion. And again, um, us as wrestling fans, we could be extremely fickle. Oh, my God. Oh. I just go out. You and I would do that. I just get out of the ring and just throw up. I'll just puke everything up. Talking about German suplexes, I actually watched this interview with uh, AJ Styles the other day, and he was talking about how when he took on Brock, remember that Survivor Series where it was champ versus champ? And he was specifically told by Brock, when I German you, don't jump. Because if you jump, you will end up outside the ring. So just let me pick you up and dunk you, but don't jump into it, because I will just literally throw just you. launch you into the crowd. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah, you do watch um, when Brock does his German suplexes. Oh, see, you know, I, I tap right here. Jesus, just bend him. The, the human body's not to bend like that. No. No, thank you. Ridiculous. Look at that cut on that eyebrow. Yeah, big time. You're just waiting for it to open. Oh, here we go. STF. He just looks so big. He's like a big brother boiling a little brother. Look at it. He does. <laughs> just... he does. I was using this. the green controller. It's my controller. 
I think well, he's bleeding a, too. That's going to that open sounds up. Like a, that sounds like a bit of a trauma thing you just brought up there. Is that something you like to talk about, is it? You want to talk about the 64, do you? <laughs> well, the, the, there was no difference with the control. You just wouldn't share it. Because the green controller was mine. It was a yeah, gift. It, didn't do, it still didn't do nothing. It still don't played the it, same way. Don't give a shit. It was mine. It was a gift for my birthday. For some reason, you thought it was okay to use it. You need to move on. I would imagine this is what it was like if we were back in the day if mum and dad let us fight like this. <laughs> just, all right, you two out the back, settle it, all right? Off you go. I just, I'd be all over you like a bad rash. you just hate it. you just like, get off of Oh, well, just just strip down to our undies and have a fight. If we go, come on. Pretty much. That was a slap, and then straight into a sleeper. So he'll be squeezing his head while his chest is just vicious. Just boom, boom, boom. And look at this. Look slap. at this. And into a power bomb now. Oh, a pole driver. No. Just when you're getting comfortable, oh my keep hitting you. Oh the my strength. lord! Look at that. Oh man, that was hardcore. It's pretty jacked up too, isn't he, Dragunov? Yeah, look at him. Yeah, the Even veins popping little... off the arms, yeah. Oh my god. Seamus, take a note. Ref nearly went down then. And they careful ref. Booyaka booyaka. Oh, no, okay. didn't work. Oh, oh damn it. Sambu slam. And I think from memory, their first match was actually the one of a few that the uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter gave it over five stars. You you got, I think it. it was a 5.24 by Dave, and it was one of our only five matches in WWE history to actually ever get a five-star rating. Because we're seeing wrestling. Mm. We're, not doing, we're not doing the big gaga of, you know, just like high-flying maneuvers. We're actually seeing two dudes legit beat the shit out of each other. And it's funny, like, you know, you think as fans, it's like <sighs> back in the day... I would have loved just a Goldberg Brock six minutes smash house just move after move after move where now I rather watch this and watch the psychology of like breaking a body part down working on a hand working on a foot oh my god we felt that guys and we're over here in Australia and people in the ring people in the crowd are bowing down to him so and he, he hits you with not only the hand, it's all the forearm as well. It all just connects. He's got big mitts. Oh. Okay, Jeez. you got you got Big Show or Walter, you know, and they're both offering you a chop. Who do you take? I would actually rather take a Big Show one. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Listen to this. What's the kick? <laughs> Jeez. Oh just as you're selling that, you get a big chop after it. Oh my god, he's just swatting him He's like, bring it on. He's literally like swatting a flyaway, like, get it off, is. get off, get, get off. Get off, boy, get off. An elbow strike. For... Oh wow, nice. That's pretty cool. He's going for what, a, like a Kimura. But he's got the. He's got him pinned though, isn't he? You know? He's going for the wrist. He, he, nah, it's not working. Yeah, they'll work. This will oh. work. Fuck. Jesus. You want to get cauliflower ears? This is how you get cauliflower ears. 
Oh. Oh. Just, just a slap fest, man. Far out. Look at He's that. Abdominal stretch and then elbows. Oh, here we go. What's he going to do here? He's still finding him. He's doing a combination of knees and elbows <sighs> at the same time. Oh, that was beautiful. Just kneed him right in the head. Just let me click me jaw back look here. At it. Look at his chest. The purple welts appearing. Oh. Rubbing the knee. I actually think from memory, he actually took oh. on Finn. Actually, just thinking about... Um, I was seeing how fit he is. He actually took on Finn at one of the uh, oh. Worlds Collide cards. Ooh, kicks out. That was a lariat. That wasn't a clothesline. That was a lariat. JBL would be extremely proud. Watch the 360. Watch no, yeah. That's the... He, just halfway through, bang. Jesus. And this one here. Watch this one. He landed on his head, Tom. God's sake. He landed on his head. My God. Just imagine if we could have got Samoa Joe versus Walter <laughs> at this time. Big bulky... Oh, boy. It'd be like watching... Uh, it'd be like watching Cobb and uh, what's the other Australian wrestler that was oh, part of Oh, like NXT. Jeffrey Cobb and Jonah. Jonah. Yeah. Jonah. Yeah, he's, go. he's, he's gone really well, actually, in the G1 at the moment. Oh, my God's sake. Yep. Fuck that noise. And that go to bed. Like, that's that's go a go-to-bed go smack, that one. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, oh. tongue out, power. tongue out, just shouting. Look at they kissed the hand too. Oh yes. shit! My God, I'm trying to think. He, even his style is so a mixture of like a bit of Benoit, oh. a little bit of Finn. Like he's fit like Finn. His style's like Benoit, very intense, very hard. Yes. Oh. oh. Oh my god, oh my god. What? Man, that's awesome. That was fantastic. Some Greco-Roman going on. Big time. These guys would be amazing in the game of rugby if they were just to have the this the mentality and the body strength they've guys have got. I was gonna say that that's a real rugby tackle that. Like hold mm-hmm. them and then shift them. Yes. Just don't spike them on their head though. No, that's a that's a big no no. That's scary when you see that stuff happen. And you're like, oh, dude, that yeah, he's out. He's just, and they just lie there limp. And you're like, yeah, yep. he's gone. Then him telling him no. What's he going to oh. do here? Just keeps moving. What did he call it? That was a Simtex, was it? I think they said that, yeah. Or Centon Bomb. He just reminds you of Benoit. Like, you're just looking for him to do the, the yeah. throat thing next, how Benoit was so intense. Oh, that's right, yeah, because he finishes the back elbow, I believe. The spinning back elbow. What in the fuck was that? Jesus, Tiger suplex. Oh, my God. Listen to the crowd. Mm. We've got a holy shit chant. Can we watch this again? Watch this again. Oh my god. Smack on the screen. 
what's that saying a torpedo or something like that the elbow yes, yes. it's kind of like Osprey does it at the moment in New Japan the mm-hmm. actual running elbow drop uh, Osprey does that that's like a it's like a samurai sword like cutting you down got him again oh my god Ooh. the look on his face Tom the look on his face I was just thinking maybe in the future we should do the first one. Yeah. The first match, yeah. Let's just cut WWE off now and just watch a whole lot of um, man meat slapping. Well, I think on the network, I know they have uh, WXW. I don't know if they have progress on there, but Walter was really dominant. I think it was like the 20... I'm going to say 14 up. He featured a lot on their cards, having matches. Oh, that's a throat one. Mm-hmm. Look at these, just chopping him down. <laughs> Chop down the tree. Holy crap, yep. I wouldn't kick you out, fuck that. No, <laughs> fuck that. No. What's he doing here? Look if they gave these guys a 60-minute Mount Iron Man. Just let them go for 60 minutes. Oh, beautiful. That could have been a bad, though, man. No, that wasn't beautiful. That was a snap. snap yeah, Walter's legs, though, could have buckled then. <clears throat> give him 60 minutes. Give him an Iron Man. Yes. God, he loves these drop kicks. Look at his neck. The, look, look at, at the purple welts. The welts. The blood coming to the body, coming to the the, the rise of the chest mm. and the skin. Yeah, the crowd fight forever. Yes. What the fuck was that? He like he paused in midair. Jesus. How the f- it's like watching a grizzly bear do a drop kick. He literally paused in midair, like it was in slow motion, and then speaking bang, of Grizzly Bear, up. we need to. If you haven't watched it yet, guys, you have to watch the movie Prey. I'm gonna say, you should, yeah, guys, you'll have to check out Grizzly Man. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. We've already spoke about that. No, I'm talking about the Prey, the new Predator yeah, movie on Disney. Yes, I've watched the first probably fifteen twenty, and I haven't gone back to it yet, but I will. Jesus, Walter, no. fuck. We're going to get another powerbomb. These bloody knees and slaps. Just go down. bombs are just... What's he... Where's he going now? Where's he doing? He doesn't it's... give you a moment to breathe. That's the thing. No. They don't let you breathe. What a splash. Oh, very nice. Kick how, do you kick how do you kick out of that? Look at the crowd. There actually wouldn't have been a lot of people there, I reckon, between probably 100 and 200 that were probably there watching that. And that's the thing. Sometimes the smallest crowds get the best matches. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because I remember coming to see the Bucks versus the Briscoes down here in Australia, and it was awesome. It was like 25, 30-minute matchup, and it was an awesome match. Look at him telling him to stop. Stop fighting. Stop fighting me. Jesus. Putting the guards up. Sleepy boy. Time oh, to go to sleep. That. Oh, wow. 
we're not doing the referee bump. Sorry, yeah, she oh needs she needs to stand really far away. I, I would I would go outside. Is <laughs> that a headbutt? I think that was yeah. Oh my god! Oh, look at him! Look at him go! Jeez, elbows. If this was mixed martial arts, it's a referee stoppage. Yes, big time. I'm gonna choke him, rear naked choke. Yeah, you might want to check that ref. That is a that's a proper choke. That is. Oh, oh no! So don't jump backwards. Another. We're going to NXT 36. We'd like to go to the top rope a lot. Oh shit! He's gonna squish him. Oh, I don't think they got oh. all that, but uh, which is a good thing. Yeah, I don't think they were sure. I don't know if they were meant to do it. No, he's up again, though. Oh, my God. I wanted to use the fucking green controller. Let me fucking use it. This is me. I got it now, Well, yeah. It's mine you, now, bitch. It's you, understand. You motherfucker. <laughs> Just stomping on my head. Just stay down, Al. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, I will not. The green controller is mine. You will never have it. He still got him. Oh my god. He's fading though. He's getting purple. Yeah, this match wasn't for the NXT title. This was for the green controller of the Nintendo 64. Circa 1994, 95. 95, yep. Tom oh, and Alan out, the, uh, Tom and Alan <laughs> out the backyard in their undies, being the shit out of each other. Dad just sit there having a coffee. Go on, keep going. Oh. Shit. Yeah, big time. Jesus, you don't see that a lot. Chops to the back of the neck. Done, done, uh, Western wrestling. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> What's the ground? What? And he taps out. It's over. The streak is over. 870 days as champion. Look, did you see um, Walter there holding his throat? Yeah, I love that. He goes, what? He doesn't even know that he won. I did it. Did I? Oh. And that cut stayed closed. That's interesting. Look at... Great matchup. Look at him. Look at the chest, bro. Mm. What a fantastic match. They're that's it, good. definitely. That's a five-star right there. Fantastic. And I think it actually was the top match of the entire card. That's not oh. saying the other matches sucked. Is that these are just no, the no, best no, right received here. from fans. Yeah. Look at this. That's Centon Bomb. Look at the snap suplex. Jesus Christ. Awesome. Just play this match one more time. You just 22 minutes of just brutality. Oh. And here we go. Look at the choke. He literally lipped him off the ground too. Look at and that. He, and as soon as he, he started I didn't tapping. see the tap and then I just saw it there in the replay. I didn't see it when it actually first happened. Oh. I conquered the king. Yes. The 
So it says here the 411 Mania gave the entire event an 8 out of 10, but the Walter Dragunov match was a perfect 5 out of 5, with a reviewer declaring that Walter is, is the best wrestler on the entire planet. Yep, definitely. Walter versus Dragunov became the highest-rated WWE match of all time, according to CageMatch.net, with a rating of 9.69 out of 10, surpassing the previous record held by Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Yep, yep. Fans all over the world took to Twitter and praised the Walter versus Dragunov match, and Dave Meltzer of the Word Wrestling Observer Newsletter praised the match, giving it 5.25, making it only the only the fourth match in WWE history to exceed the five-star rating system. Great match. Fantastic. Hands down, man. That was really cool. And guys, we are at the 1 hour 22, 52 mark. 52nd, no, 55 second mark now. And we have the million dollar man Got the a, champion. Got a banner there. Yes. What the? See, that looks like me, guys. I just don't have chest hair. I just don't know what's what's happening to me. I just don't have it. You're getting later in life. When you hit you your, reckon? You, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting places now. It's disgusting. Well, we discussed it a few episodes ago. I've actually started to get back hair now. I never had back hair. I think, yeah, I think you took to the... the back hair for both of us. I did, yep, you name it. If you ever were Afghan back and butt, that's me. <laughs> Afghan butt? Shit, I don't need yeah, you know, yeah. pants. I'm already warm, mate. I don't need Wintertime is the best time for me. Summertime's the worst. And I'm going to leave now. God bless. I look bless. forward to seeing you all at the sermon on Sunday. So, <laughs> I'd like to hear all about your sins. It was a pretty funny thing. I think for the next few weeks, it was just like the camera crew just followed him parting up for a series of weeks. That's kind okay. of what this character did for a while. So, Oh, there he is, big boy. Joe. Look at these banners they're using. Like, they've got them pinned up on the wall. Yeah, it's just like, like their own flag. sort of promotion. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh. Willie Regal. The uh, the man that really wants to get down uh, with the clown, also known as uh, with Excalibur, mm. I would say on uh, meow meow, yummy yum meow meow. I think he said to uh, to Excalibur. He's a funny fellow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I love his podcast, Gentlemen Villain yes. Guys. I'm only up to the third episode, I think, with Matt Coon and William Regal. And if you guys haven't checked it out, I do highly recommend it. I check it out on Castbox, and yes. it's a really good show. Really enjoy it. Fantastic show. Look at how big Joe was too. This was actually his first match, I think, since February of two thousand and twenty, because he was doing the commentary uh, alongside with uh, Michael Cole, wasn't he? Of that year, I believe. Yeah. Yes. You can sit there with that raincoat on. Yes, that's how we will remember Joe's time in the WWE. At WrestleMania, the first WrestleMania back after COVID, and the we had rain 
Mm-hmm. It was postponed because of rain. And it's like, we're just going to cut to backstage promos for the next 25 minutes because we don't know what to do because it's live. Yeah. Here we go. These two. And that's the thing, like, you and I used to always talk, like, you were a big Undisputed Era fan. Yes. And I was kind of waiting for this to happen because they had done this already in Ring of Honor. I think they faced off at one of their big shows, I think it was 2015. Yes. For the Ring of Honor Championship. They also faced off at one of the Wrestle Kingdoms where Kyle O'Reilly lost the ROH title. Yes. So what's your view on these guys? Better as a team or better as opponents? Both. Let them fight. Mm. Let, them, let, let them team together. Let them fight. That's You can tell that both of them know each other extremely well when it comes to fighting and also fighting with each other, so alongside each other. So, yeah, it's, it's good. It's fun. You know, if you're going to see these two on your card and they're not facing each other mm. and they're tagging, you know it's going to be good. Oh, and they've been tagging for a long time too, like yes. back in like the old what, CZW days and then the early days of ROH. Um, they were a really good tag team as well, even before Bobby Fish was even in the, the stable. So They were being contested in war games. <laughs> but it's just between us. Fine partners. Don't care. It's a bloody big cage. Beat the shit out of each other. When you think yeah. of that image, they're only what Strong's the only one left in NXT. Yeah, isn't mm. he? I was about to say that, and then because I'm trying to think what Roderick Strong's doing now. Is he part of a team as well? He's got his own stable. Yeah, I think okay. they were feuding against the Cruiserweight Champion and kind of like that kind of. He's not in a major thing. Okay, <clears throat> but you know how like you got to have a faction. He's, yes. in, he's in that faction. It kind of looks yes. like a MMA slash wrestling style team made up of different talent. There's a female talent, there's a tag team, and then there's him. He's the leader of the group. Okay. But uh, there was talks a few weeks ago that he was looking to resign, but I heard he's actually re-signed. He hasn't the resigned WWE. the company, he's re-signed to the company to stay on. Yeah. He could do wonders. He could do, um, he could be a trainer. Mm. Yeah, if you wanted to. Well, that's another big question looking at this too, you know. Adam Cole going to AEW, he always speaks highly of Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Yes. One of the rumours was going around, Hunter's in control now. Oh, yep, he'll start reaching out to those guys to bring him back. Tony Khan has rebutted a lot of comments saying, I've got Alistair Black, I've got Adam Cole for four years, they're, they're signed to me now, so that's not even... I don't even want to discuss that. What's your view on that? What was um, Lex Luger rocking up on the very first um, Nitro? Mm. They, it's a company... Who's got the biggest bucks? And if you look at it right now, in the worldwide now, is it is it AEW? No, it's WWE. It's the place to be. It's the promised land. And yes, we've had times where, you know, you've had a couple of years, almost two years of we've had talents leaving the WWE and going over to AEW and looking for greater pastures. And to be honest with you, I, I don't see anything change. 
Mm. I mean, yes, you got Keith Lee being a tag champion. Daniel Bryan, yeah, Daniel Bryan. Well, I don't know what he was doing. He, I mean, yes, he's one of the in, in a great team now with uh, William Regal and uh, John Moxley. Uh, and but what are they, what are they attempting to do? Here in WWE, they can bring them back and they can make them superstars again. Not no, no, when I say superstars, it's not. It's like a dirty word now. They can make them wrestlers. They can use them their full potential. It's there because now Tony Khan's made so much money with teaming up with the Bucks, teaming up mm. with Cody, teaming up with Kenny Omega. They've got the money to do, to buy all these wrestlers, but they don't know what to do with them. Yeah, and that's what podcasts like, you know, Front Face Lock, Ryan and Vinny talk all the time about Tony just signs and signs and signs, and it's like, oh, next minute you're on AEW Dark, which not a lot of people are watching. Yes, you get YouTube clicks, but that's really it. Um, And I think, you know, Tony Khan, you may have someone for four years. They can resign if they want to at any time. If Hunter called Adam Cole and said, hey, what do you want? All right, we'll give you that and a little bit more. Do you want to come back? Okay, I'll oh, now. Nice. So yep. I'm back over. And even Kyle O'Reilly, I liked him as a singles guy. I yeah. feel when he's with Cole, it's like he gets lost in it. Cole is the star. It just Riley and like... Fish are the side guys. When he's and a single, he can do his own story. This match right here doesn't really. It, it just it superimposes what you know. Oh yeah, we've got the uh, you know, undisputed era there back in AEW. Mm. They beat the shit out of here. They had one of the greatest feuds here in NXT at this time. And that's why it's confusing because it's like AEW doesn't acknowledge that this even happened. <laughs> like, exactly. they never faced off. There was never a breakdown of the Undisputed Era. We're simply, hey, you're friends with Cole, aren't you? Hey, Fish, Riley, you're with Cole again. Cool. And supposedly, I did hear that they didn't want to split up here. They didn't want to have the team split, and they were told that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. But they both didn't want that. So, I don't know. I do like Kyle O'Reilly's shirt that he came out. It just says a couple of axes and smash. And it mm. just makes me think of axe and smash. The tag team. Here comes the uh, axe. And here comes the smasher. Just thinking, that's not, that's not even the song anymore for both guys. The whole right. shock the system. Right. Of course not, because they don't own it. No, well, I think when they broke the team up, they gave him new Ooh. songs. Look at the cage. Oh, that's one of those cages that actually tips in. It's Instead of them building each wall, it actually comes in and connects. And I think we've touched on it, guys. We had a cage match when NXT came down here when it was Shinsuke and Joe. Oh, baby. And the cage, uh, the cage nearly fell from the roof when it was actually it was. being lowered down. So this one goes for... Let's pull up the notes, eh? This one goes for 25 minutes, 20 seconds. So this is our longest match on the card. Went a little bit longer than the Walter versus Eli match. And then again, guys, it is three falls, if it does get past the second one. Of course it does. You know it's going to do. Well, it might end in the second fall, and that's it. Cole gets two straight falls. The end. Well, they've done that in the past, haven't they? They're mm. like, I think, I think from memory... I think there was a match against the New Day versus the Usos, and it was a um, two out of three falls, and it ended in um, the Usos winning two zero. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're like, okay, you know, you think you know you're wrestling, 
No. I think the Usos did that with um, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd in 2015. They had a two out of three fall and beat them two straight. And it's like, oh, okay. I think that's, that's, I think that's, that's the matchup. Yep. Yeah. I think what well, the New Day would have done it. The New Day and Usos also had what hundreds of matches oh, yeah. over the years in like 2015, 14, 15. Oh, shit. This Slash. is from the same package. No. Oh, just missed that table too. How much uh, leg slapping are we, are we going to see in this match, I wonder? We're going to see absolutely none. I've already seen Madam Cole do it twice, Tom. Oh, damn it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Really is the thing. Are you a fan of Cole? Yeah, I like him. Mm. I like him. But, but he's... Um, the title match he had um, a while ago against Hangman Adam Page when he came out dressed as the Master Chief. Yeah. Um, that was... Um, well, he's going to lose. <laughs> As soon as he came out dressed as the Master Chief, it was a sight. Well, he's losing. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, I was like, man, you know, he's doing a bit of a dress-up gimmick for his Twitch channel. You know? And that's like, it's not going to work. He's not going to win. Mm. Oh, wow, look at that. I've actually watched absolutely none of his streams, actually, on Twitch. Big Chugs. Doesn't get the... It's, uh, he, he does some fantastic stuff on there, but he doesn't get the numbers. It's weird. What's he play? Uh, Halo Infinity. Oh, yeah. yeah Remember he put up there. a picture a couple of years ago of his one of his rooms in his house, and it's like just console after console after console. Like, there's his PlayStation, there's his Xbox, there's his Switch, there's his 64, there's his SNES, there's his NES, there's his Sega, there's his Genesis, just all these consoles. I remember showing my older son, he goes, that's what I want. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? He goes, I want that in my house. Chuck in an Atari as well. Put that there. That's my house. Get myself a console machine, like an actual arcade machine, and that's my dream house. Shit. So that clothesline sequence is similar to what um, Ambrose used to do. Big time. Mm. Never noticed that Kylo Rose got a, um, a tattoo across his belly uh, like he's Shit. Oh my yeah. Yep. Bullseye. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's got a tattoo across his belly, very similar to um Panama City No. Yeah, think about that tattoo, because oh. we've only covered one Oh he got him. First fall down. That was quick. Yeah, I All think right, when we covered Cole's other match that we've covered was the tag match at that NXT takeover. He wasn't tattooed then, so that looks like a more yeah. recent thing. Yeah, it says something on there. Do you know if um, Kyle O'Reilly is a family man? Uh, let's have a look, eh? So Kyle O'Reilly... I Cole is. I know that he and uh, Dr. Brick Baker are together. Uh, so in January of this year, he became a father... Oh, good on For him. the first time. Um, oh, we got chairs. He briefly played rugby in Europe, it says here, nice. too. Cool. Yeah, he's also a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which was actually yes. shown in the video package because I think Cole jumped him at yes. a Jiu-Jitsu class in the video footage. Yes. He uh, cites Bret Hart, Royce Gracie, and Muhammad Ali as his role models. Awesome. 
growing up in Greenwood, he also was he liked amateur wrestling, ice hockey, football, lacrosse, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, snowboarding, and also plugged rugby in Europe. Oh, we got bins. Oh, this Tom likes to call it a trash can. Got a bin, mate. Got a bin night, mate. <laughs> Kyle, where are you? I can't see you. Where are you? Talk to Shit. me. Shit. <laughs> Just, yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. Adam's on there. Tell me when you're about to connect. Wham. Good. <laughs> now. All right, now. Wham. Here we go. Watch this. Shit. Yeah, now Cole's got no kids yet because his partner is what, Britt Baker, and they haven't had children yet. But they're both young anyway, too. He's actually it. 33. Trained by Al Snow, DJ Hyde, who's the guy from CZW, Les yes. Thatcher, and Shawn Michaels. Debuted in 2008. Man, what, two teachers right there just to have Al Snow and, um, oh my God, and Shawn Michaels. Jeez. It was a great super kick and a great slap right there. No, that was genuine. Okay. So crazy yeah. that what is it? Kyle O'Reilly's thirty-five years old and he's been wrestling for seventeen years. That's like more than half his life, almost. What does that say about us? Well, we've done good things. I can't tell you what they are, but they. <laughs> um, 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 uh, uh, would, would you mind telling everybody what that is? Because I'm still trying to figure that that out. What have I done? Um, wait. Uh, you were really close to the camera then. What are you doing? Tell us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, we'll do an episode dedicated to all the good things that we've done. I think the only thing I've done really good in life is um, is uh, I made a small version of myself. Yeah, well, you've added to the population. I have. Mm. You've done your bit. I've done my bit now. I'm happy. Just gonna touch, just gonna chop you in half, push it in. Sorry, Jesus. I'm just saying the way he was shoving that chair, it's like just gonna cut you in two. I, I thought you were talking about me there, and I was like, just gonna chop you in half, chop your penis off. I'm like, what do you need to chop my dick off for? Well, I do. Oh, you've made a family. You don't need it anymore. True, true, but you know, struggle straight here. This spot always seemed to have people struggling. Like, it's not built for that. Like, the, the chair could never fit in. Yeah. Trash can, yes. Let's never just go chair. straight. Did you get it? I look at him and think. Just focus on. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd was cheered him. It was like, hey, good on you, Adam, you dickhead. Should have just bowed and then flipped him off. Oh, what happened there? Oh, he's got sore ribs because of the. Um... It's looking like Cole got into the tanning booth a bit earlier. Look at him. As the yeah, lighting yeah. changes, he, Bruce, and uh, uh, Triple H probably, and, and probably Shawn Michaels uh, probably went and had the. Uh, t- Can that guy sit down, please, with the army pants, army shorts? What the hell? Just swaying back and forth, though. I know, very much. Oh, I would, I, I, Ooh. I would rather take the chair than the uh, bloody ring post. I'm laughing.
Yeah, I've actually, I watched a few matches of Adam Cole recently on the, was it Power Slam Wrestling Network app, guys? And if you want to check it out, use the promo code Broadcast Free when you sign up. You get a month free. That's right. And it's actually got a lot of his old CZW matches, but he didn't do the hardcore stuff. He wasn't like a, you know, a tax no. guy, blood, barbed wire, no. ropes, bats. He was an actual wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Even watching this, I don't think I've ever seen Adam Cole use a weapon mm. in, in in a match. Even this is like, yeah. I think in War Games, that was quite hardcore with like trash cans and kindos and stuff like that. Dropping the knee. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that was fantastic. Jeez. Oh, backstabber. That's cool. Speaking of backstabbers, um, oh no, no, he wasn't there. I was thinking of somebody else. Um, at Ric Flair's last match, we saw Al Snow as well there in the crowd. Mm-hmm. But sitting, did you see who was standing, sitting next to Al Snow? I didn't even see him. Santino Morelli. Really? <laughs> Santino Morello sitting next to Al Snow during the Ric Flair's last match at the beginning of the show. I didn't even see him because the hard cam was more what Brett Taker, no, yeah, Conrad and stuff like that. You've yeah. got to, you've got to show the the three legends of the ring right there. They've all done programs with Flair back in the day, mm. at one time or another. Well, chatting about that. Besides the main event, what was your view of the whole card? Because I think you and I were kind of sharing gifts and reactions back and forth during it. I went into that. I had no idea any of those people on the card. None. I had no idea who was on the card. The only person I knew that was on the card that I remotely saw was Curian Cross. Oh, yeah. Um, Ray Phoenix, the mm. other loose store wrestlers, no idea who they were. And the Samoan wrestler, Junior Fatu. Oh, Jacob Fatu. Jacob yeah. Fatu. Yeah. The man flies like a freaking cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable stuff. He re- very much reminded me of uh, Rosie and Jamal, mm. uh, three-minute warning time. He's and a he... very good talent. He's a former MLW champion, and I've actually come across a few shows on MLW, which is on YouTube for free, some of these matches when he was champion, like doing the top rope moonsaults, and you're like, someone like you should not be able to do that, and you do it so easily, perfectly. Yep. Mm. Um. But yeah, um, I think it was a fantastic card. Uh, Mac O'Dona and um, uh, what's his new name now? The, it's, it's no longer um, what's his name? His tag team partner. The, the oh, Hopkins. Brian Myers. Thank you, Brian Myers. What yeah. was he in? What was his name in WWE? So it was Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins. He was one yeah. of the. He was an edge. He had, the, he had he? that under. He had that undefeated streak where he was like couldn't win a match. Yeah. Where he did, like he was like zero two hundred or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's kind oh, of with a cane. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, because he's the uh, digital media champion in Impact at the moment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the modern day TV title. Mm. Oh shit! Look at that. That's awesome. Three attempts. Great work. Yeah, I think you're talking about what DDP jumping in. That was yeah, that, that was cool. It didn't really need to make sense, but it was cool. Mm. You know, just moments. Hey guys, do you remember DDP? I'm like, yeah. 
well, here he is now. Did you end up watching the epilogue of the Flair's last match on YouTube? No, I, I need to get around and do that. Mm. I, um, I haven't had a chance to... But I, I have been listening to um, what happened when they're oh, yeah, covering yeah. Um, Hogwild. Uh, Roadwild, sorry, 1997. Mm. And it's because Tony Schiavone was the lead commentator alongside with David Crockett uh, for that um, for that night, among other different um, commentators, part of MLW. And, um, oh, well, we've got some chain action here. Well, they both got them. That's a cool visual. I've got a chain, and I've got a chain too. Well, I think I saw that Jared, Jared also covered it too on his recent episode. Like they went from doing the whole cave thing thing when they were, you know, Jared was a heel on their episode. They've gone back and reflected and actually done a pretty good episode. Haven't seen it, but I just saw stuff on social media talking about it. That was a nice slappage. So oh, very good slap. That was perfectly non-slap. That was awesome. So when you kick someone in the throat, does it make a slap? Yeah, that's what the throat does with the with the sound of his boot. When I super kick people when I have street fights, that's the noise it makes. You can't even get your leg up. Yes, I can. You struggle to get out of bed in the morning. Help daddy up, kids. Get daddy's prime board. Uh, get some ointment for me sores. Come on, help me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, bed, bed damn, it. Sores. oh damn it, it's bleeding. Um. You get your children to rub <laughs> ointment into your bed sores. Get daddy oh. a wipe. Get daddy a wipe. I hate that line. I hate this. <laughs> I hate that so much. Get daddy a wipe. It's oh, that's the one thing I never want to do for my kid oh. one day. If I become, if I become that bad that I come and wipe my own ass, and my son has to do it, put oh. me in the grave. I can't. I don't want to do that to him. You can't do it. No, I can't do it. I can't. He doesn't deserve that. Jeez. He deserves. He doesn't. That was fantastic. But yeah, get daddy a wipe. <laughs> get, it's not even get daddy a wipe. It's like, can you wipe daddy? Yeah. It's like, I don't. Like, want how to. old am I though? Asking for this. <laughs> You've shit in the bed. Next you're six hundred. Yeah, you're six hundred pounds. You've got bed sores. You can't leave your house. You can't leave your room. So you've got these fucking bed sores and then also occasionally you shit the bed daddy been working from home <laughs> daddy's been working home for too long been ordering dominoes a little too much now he's got bed sores all my drivers know my name already oh god got you a new meal thanks mate thanks mate did you hear about that fella there was What's a fella over in the states who ordered I think like a Domino's pizza for like 10 months straight oh. and then one day <laughs> Um, he didn't call up and they uh, Domino's people got very concerned and so they called the man's house up and didn't respond so they got an ambulance to go over there and the fellow was actually having a stroke Jesus so if it wasn't for the employees of the Domino's pizza um, I, I don't know where this was I think it was in the states somewhere and it was just shown that it was basically said if it wasn't for the actual staff that knowing that this man day in day out calls up Domino's orders the same couple of pizzas mm. they take it over and when he didn't call they got concerned and legit the man was having a stroke shit and they and they saved his life mm. so 
Yeah, see, I thought it was going to have a dark turn and they were going to find him dead or something, but... No, no, no. That, that, and again, that was very... Oh, my God. Gee, brutal, man. He landed on the chain as well. He did. You know, I thought that was going to be a dark turn, but it's good that they helped him. I would try to... I, I, I don't really like bringing this show down. Not like you over there. Get daddy a wipe. Wait a minute, man. This is bad. Don't... Oh, shit. This ain't going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the chairs are flat for a nice flat back, and that was all pointed. That was There's the, the pointed. That's One, it. two, count to a thousand. He's out. Yeah, bring the cage down. Get the dum 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 dum. Get noise. the no, let's get the blue cage set up at the ring. <laughs> all the techies come down there with their headsets, pulling the cage up. Yep, it's a cage match. Yeah, there's a song. The... We can hear it now. Oh, no, they got trainers in the ring. Yeah, we might. It looks like... No, no, no. No, come on. We have to. Come on. Look at this. Jeez. That's pretty cool. That reminds me of the Tangled Web in CZW when it has all the barbed wire calm mesh that comes down. See? They learned from what happened down here in the NXT Samoa Joe. Mm. You might want to move that trash can. That's going to get caught. What about that thing in Japan, wasn't it, with the, the sign falling, <laughs> falling on that dude? And he didn't die. No, I know. How could you not die? I thought he died. No, he's just suffered um, ter- horrific injuries. He's not dead, though. I, oh. Yeah, that, that was nuts. Uh, that was a fantastic powerball. But, um, yeah, I thought that dude legit got crushed to death. No, I've got it here in my notes. In Hong Kong, it says, no, he's yeah. actually still alive. Yeah, he's not dead. Because if you haven't seen footage... it, guys, just type in. I just typed oh. in that sign falls on dancer, and it's the top thing on NBN News. And it's just, it was during a performance at a concert with like a boy band, yeah. which has like 20 yeah. plus members. And guys, the scaffold or the sign fell down on a dude and hit another guy, but no one died, which I can't believe. It legit looked like he crushed him. Mm. And because they're all dancing, having a good time. And you just watch it dangling, and then just just crushes the dude. Remember in our group chat, I shared that uh, that post. There was a yeah, com- you found people the other. were com- people were complaining. Let me see if I can Mo- find it. What I sent to you is move the bin, move the bin. Oh, pop. Okay. Yeah, it says here. Um, some people who left the concert described it as unbelievable and heartbreaking. After yeah. the accident, I saw some audience members fainted, and some cried outside the stadium. Uh, they were happy to watch the performance, but everyone left with an angry, heavy, sad, and worried mood. We just hope the victims are safe. Yeah. It says here that one of the dancers was intensive care in a serious condition and underwent an operation on Friday. The other person was in a stable condition and discharged from the same hospital on Friday afternoon. No details of the injuries have been provided. That's just oh, crazy. Yeah, I was just going to say... It's good that they're alive, but I legit thought mm. we saw sort of like faces of death right there. Oh, yeah. What's the weight yeah. of that sign? Yeah, but yeah. alive. Good on yeah. them. Just doing the replays here. They're setting up the uh, the cage as well, too. Clicking it all in. Like even that street fight fall, that's so familiar to their final battle match in Ring of Honor when they had a championship match. It okay. had what the chain spot was from it. 
the rib spot was in it, but at one point they were had a strap match in it. They were both chained by a strap. Yeah. And Kyle won that one and actually won the championship from Cole, which was December. And yep. then Cole won it back at Wrestle Kingdom in January. So it was pretty cool. You had the ROH belt defended at a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. That's cool. Mm. Jeez, that powerbomb. Jeez, right on the corner of the table too. All right, cage is all fixed up. Here we go. <laughs> and we've only had three three referees I've noticed tonight. We've had two um, female referees and one male. Mm. Cool. I don't think this fall would be that long. Looking at the card, I reckon what probably eight minutes or so we've got left of this one. Yep. We still got chairs in there with the bingo. They popped out as it was going through. Is that the one right? <laughs> just imagine the cage coming down and it just launches the bin like the bin just flicks into the screen. And, uh, you were looking at your notes, but they actually legit did do that. That's crazy. And there was a gentleman at the side there. I think he was one of the trainers actually tried to grab the bin, but he was like, nah, I'll just let it slip through. Remember that time we covered that TLC between Edge and uh, Cena when the chair, Cena kicks it out of the ring? And the chair yeah. slid across the floor and then landed on the announce table and nearly hit JR. Yeah, you watch JR and King put the... Like, oh my God, God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that move is crazy. Jesus. It's funny because the actual crowd were chanting for Adam Cole before. Oh yeah. yeah even then- though he's the heel. Yeah, he's the heel, but, you know, he comes out... Oh, I missed it. Oh, I missed it. High angle knee. He did one of his own. One. Two. So, could you imagine, like, Kyle O'Reilly, if he was still there on the main roster, would you see him as a Raw guy or a SmackDown guy? US, IC, which one? No, I'm just saying, if he was there. He'd be a... um... 205, no, not even the 205, he'll be a main event guy. Well, at the NXT level up and stuff like that. No, they they don't even know what to do with him, sadly. Even under Triple H's leadership, you reckon? Mm. I could see your view if Vince was there, but if it was Hunter now, I could see him possibly on SmackDown doing something there. Yeah, yeah, he could do it. But when he yeah. left around this time, he had a really weird gimmick. He was wearing like a fedora hat and he was yeah, wearing like Hawaiian the... shirts and all this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What was going on there? Was that like a gimmick he was trying or? Uh, it was shortly after they did the NXT 2.0 because that came within the next like two months after this and the, everyone yeah. had a gimmick change. And that's what he's had was this different thing. It was, oh, oh, it was like a poor man's. Um... Happy Corbin or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, Cole debuted it all out in like a month after this. Yes, he did. Yeah, he came out there after, what, Kenny Omega retained the title against Christian. Shit. Look at that. Center of the ring, too. Yeah, he had some fedora hat-wearing gimmick, and he lost to, I think it was Von Wagner, who was, again, one of the upstart talents. They had a series of matches, and he defeated Cole, and that's what led to Cole then leaving. Because that's you know you go it on your back, you know if you leave in the yep. company. Yeah, let the uh, younger talent get the win, and then you leave. Oh, what have we got here? Oh, handcuffs. 
Kinky. <laughs> and just realize here, side note, that says at the event, which is this one here, this was actually Cole's final match and appearance at NXT as his contract expired, which is why he was able to make that jump so quick. Yes. Yeah. Because supposedly he sat down with Vince McMahon and met with Vince a few weeks later and they just couldn't make on the deal. And he thought, all right, well, cool. I'll leave. And then Kyle, let's see when he actually finished up. So it says here that Kyle left um, on December. This would be uh, Riley's last match against Volden Wagner as he left the yep. company on December 10th and chose not to renew his contract. Look at that, while handcuffed. It looks like it hurts a lot. That that mm. ankle lock stop. He tapped. Oh, oh what? He got wow. him. Well, a heel hook. That's such a bad move because not only does it wreck your Achilles, but it also can just like tear your whole knee apart. Now the kite. Now the. Uh... Where's the key? Good question. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's down my pants. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. What was that thing? Remember that Rumble matchup when it was um, Reigns versus Owens and they he got handcuffed or something and Heyman couldn't find the key. It was on live Royal Rumble like, and they couldn't unhook. What was, I think it was the last man standing or something and Roman had to get up. But he was cuffed to the point that he couldn't stand up and they're yep. like rushing to try and bloody break this handcuff off. Yep. I actually had no memory how this one finished. I didn't didn't know Same it was here. a heel hook ending. I thought it was more of an impactful like knee drop or something from the top rope. So this is Adam Cole's like last NXT time, isn't it? He would be yeah. on his way out. Didn't even season. didn't even cut a promo the week later. That's it. No. Yeah. I mean, again, good. A great match. Good way to end it. Good way to end it. Yeah, I was hoping that Kyle wasn't connected to the cage there. <laughs> um, so, guys, I'm here. Well, shit, here we go. I'll it actually is going soon. up, though. It is yeah, going up. What yeah, the it is hell? going That's what made me worry. I'm like, please don't be connected to the cage. And as he's going up, he's just You like, just hear the fans screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. He's up there for the main event. He's going to sit up there and just dangle by his arm and watch um, Kyrian Cross. He gets the best seat in the house. Get to oh, dangle from a cage and watch Kieran Cross and Samoa Joe beat each other up. Oh, that super kick to the face. See, that was pure. No slapping. Look at this. This is... Look at that. With his opposite hand, too. Yeah, too. Yeah, look at that. And taps. Here we go. Wow. Oh, great match. 25 minutes. Very good. And where are you at, Alan, on the clock for those who are just yeah. wanting to sync up? I'm just on the two hour and 58 mark. Two hours, and now it's just gone two hours, one minute, oh five. And oh, it's been a great winner. show. Very yes, good show. big time. Mm. Main event time and great matchup. Great matches all around. I'll probably say that's probably one of my favorites, but definitely Walter and Dragunov, definitely number one tonight. Oh, big time. That, that match is just brutal. 
Uh, yes, there's. Where's the rain? You see the rain? The legend says before there is legend in the region. Legend. Dip, yep. You try it again, or nope, nope, <laughs> I will not. That was a good card, though, and that was what was. Drew McIntyre Lashley for the belt in the opening yep. matchup, and then you had what Sasha and Bianca, Bianca in the main event. Bianca yeah. Belair in the uh, main event. Very cool. Well, that was the one. That was Roman Edge and Brian. See, again, how different a year can make in the business. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Get out. <laughs> I need... I need ice for my chest. I also like some vodka. You are a very attractive blonde woman. How did that cut not open? I know. You know what it was? Super mm. glue. They probably use ah. super glue. Severe, <laughs> severe super glue. What Sabu style at ECW just just close my cuts with glue. It's pretty cool. He says the ring general has fallen. All right. So I don't remember much about these guys. I do know the fella in the middle is still there now. Okay. He is a former cruiserweight champion. So yep. when it became the NXT cruiserweight championship, mm-hmm. he was the champion. Okay. Um, he's in a storyline at the moment, but I, again, I don't know much about the character. <clears throat> yeah, sadly, I don't know any of these gentlemen right here on my. He makes me think of like an Eldrade, like a version yeah. of that they're trying to do. Um. Well, hands down, Andrade and um, Jay Lethal carried that match. Yeah. Um, in the Ric Flair's last match, even Jeff Jarrett did fantastic. But Mr. Flair was. Um, did you read that thing that after the match, the Undertaker no. uh, taking the the alcohol away off Flair and saying, "No, you don't oh, need that." Here we go. Hit Rose. It was funny enough that we spoke about them. Yeah, and there's what there's Swerver there with the North American title. There we go. And look at oh, that there. Hayes. So you think of Camilla Hayes, that's when he actually won. The Odyssey Jones is very good, but he's actually yes. injured at the moment. But this okay. was the rise of Camilla, because he would be a real big star at the NXT 2.0 when it started. And he would become North American champion, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, if you yeah. think about it, he is... When you think of NXT 2.0, it's Braun and him eventually he will win the belt. He has to, because when Braun goes up to the main roster, Hayes will be the one to carry it and become the champion. Ooh, what, would they do with, what would they do with Braun when he goes up? Braun Breaker. It's hard. Sad, sadly, I just think he'll be a big, like a fish in a pan for a little bit, and yeah. then they don't know. They can't put too much on him, and he has to take a loss. A loss leads to you know, fan support, but... I don't know. I think he's better where he is. <clears throat> he actually has competed on both Raw and SmackDown. I just think he'll be better where he is. Keep him there. Yeah, big time. Because it makes me just think like where he'll... Um, what will they do with him next? Will they put him in a tag team? Make him like... Um, That's probably the only thing. True, yeah. like a new version of what the Steiners. Yeah, Steiners yeah. of today. See, the one thing I will say, like, I used to watch Cross when he was at Impact. He was called Killer Cross, was his other yes. name. Yes. He's a good talent. 
I just find his mic skills are a little bit confusing. Okay. He tries to speak very biblically, and I think sometimes you're left sitting there really confused with what he said. Okay. And what I've seen online about him, it's just that when he talks, he doesn't sound believable. And that's what people can't really get behind him. They don't okay. think he's believable when he cuts promos. There was also talks a few months ago about a certain talent around this time who was very particular about his screen time, his character, and how he was presented. And the word was that was him. He was very particular about how he wanted his character to be portrayed, what he earned, his screen time. And that gave some people the impression he wasn't a team player. He was very uh, okay. much an individual in a sport full of people. He was kind of making it more about himself. Yep. Yeah. Well, isn't that very much like a, a wrestling gimmick, isn't it? Isn't that you're always trying to protect your character? Mm. You're always trying to look out for, most of the time, you're looking out for number one. And yeah, there's a lot of wrestlers who've been like that before. Ooh. Well, I think the thing about Kyrian, I think. He knows he can make money. Yes. And he wants the money. I've already got yes. enough friends outside of this world. I don't need any friends. It's like Scott Hall. When Nash and him went to WCW, do you want to make friends or do you want to make money? Well, I've already got friends. Let's make money then. And I think Grosk is one of those guys where he's happily, him and Scarlett have got their relationship. They've got their idea where they want to be in a few yep. years from now. Let's earn as much as we can and then we'll, fin- we'll get out of this. I don't want to do it forever, kind of like Goldberg. Like yep. Get in, make an impact, make money, get out. Yep. Not saying that Kyrian's like Goldberg, but I just think that no, no, no. Here, you can you see from? in him that he's about making that cash yes. the quickest way possible without having to be damaged and get hurt too much. Well, like you said, in the past, I think it was two weeks, he's, he was on a lot of programs. He, Like mm. you said, he, he was on, he was in the, a match at Ric Flair's last match, but then also he did some other stuff before he went to. Smackdown and attack Drew McIntyre. Mm. And then last, what the what this morning show actually in Australia, guys, he would have appeared and did a promo backstage. And <clears throat> I just think, yeah, he's one of those guys. He doesn't want to have to go through barbaric matches. No. He wants to be safe. He wants to earn his money, and he can respect that. You, know, you, you shouldn't have to be having going through barbed wire and tax and blood every night Joe, like the Moxley does. Joe so. of old, Look at this fellow. And trip. we've uh, covered lots of Joe, haven't we? W- we have. Joe, Impact Joe, even, what Joe. is it, um, Killing Necro Butcher. So. Yeah, Necro Butcher match. That would have mm. been great if he came out there and he had the brown um, on the instead of the red on his mm. uh, on his shorts there. It would have been great. If you haven't watched it, guys, go and check out the uh, IWA Mid-South Brawl between... Yeah. Necro Butcher and Samoa Joe. If you want to do a watch along with us, we did a an Oh My God Megasode a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yes. I think it's about the midway through. And it's just see an ass whooping that almost looks like a real life fight. It's just brutal. Joe is just crazy. And also too that Necro Butcher actually makes an appearance in the wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Um during a hardcore match that both of them have together. So uh, I um, still haven't seen that. I've got to watch it. I very much saw how that movie very sort of reflected on Ric Flair's last match. Oh, yeah. Because um, the ending is quite, like, oh, very very similar um, to Ric Flair's mm-hmm. last match and how it was. 
Well, did you actually hear the report about another thing come out about that match? Nope. What? He suffered two concussions and passed out twice. <sighs> yeah. So those times when Andrade saying, hey, Dad, come on, like, your, your turn now. Come on, sir, hop up. He's literally, huh? What am I doing? And he was even quoted on one of his interviews saying he remembers being out to it and remembers Andrade saying, come on, sir. And he's like, I don't remember. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what's the next bit? But it happened twice to him in that match. Mm. That's and terrifying. So, and get this, though. Supposedly, because he feels that way, he's not happy with the, the way that happened. So what does he think that means? We're going to get just, another match. I'll do it again, and I'll go out the way I want it to be. He'll die, he'll die in the ring. I actually thought, and honestly, yes, sir. I thought he was going to die that night. Yeah. At the end of that match, I thought he had <laughs> suffered a stroke or a heart attack and was yep. actually having an that attack. That faraway stare at the end of the match where mm. Andrade's behind him and he's got the mouth open. I'm like... He's gone. And it, yeah. and it was like a full staring mode that he has. I'm like, is he dead? Did we just yeah. see Ric Flair die in the ring? So, but no. Yeah, so two concussions, El. It's passed out That's... twice in less than half an hour. Just silly. Hmm. When you were saying that about Cross, how very much he is just about the money and how he stole. So his time that when he went up to the main roster, do you think that was like a um, a punishment to have that new gimmick that was put upon him? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Vince is like, well, if you're going to be like that, here we go. Be Demolition 2020. So It didn't make fucking sense, that yeah. silly thing that he had came up on. Yeah. Well, his first match, he was NXT champion when he came in, and he lost to Jeff Hardy in less than thirty seconds. Yeah. While doing that gimmick, yeah. But it was a, it was a. It took away um, Scarlett. They just brought him by himself. And was it Jeff, um, Jeff cheated to win, didn't he? Yeah, use the ropes. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So again, as I touched on before, I first saw Killer Cross when he was in Impact Wrestling, which is between 2018 2019. He was actually partners with John Morrison when he was there. Johnny Impact. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it is the Capital Wrestling Center. You can see the yep. acronym yep. There. there. Yep, there it is. So it says here, before he signed with WWE, Kieran Cross made a once-off appearance on February 16th, 2015 episode of Monday Night Raw as Kevin Cross and teamed with Darren Young to take on the Ascension in a match that was rolled in a no contest. Darren Young? Wow, that's yeah. a name you don't hear. And then he made a proper return by attacking Damian Priest. That was his first main run-in, and at NXT New Year's Evil, he took on Damian Priest and defeated him in that matchup. Wow. Mm. But his first actual match was... Let's have a look. He took on Leon Ruff. Uh, so that guy went on to become the... Uh, was it a uh, North American champion? But he defeated Champa by okay. submission in his first match on pay-per-view at NXT TakeOver In Your House. I'd like Champions to get away from the Miz, please. I think they will. I think under Good. Hunter they will. I think I giving him that spot with Lashley was cool, but I think yep. they will. Yeah. I, I want him to get away. Get away from that now. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, yep, give him the no music, give him the black mask, and just have him walk out. That's it. Look at Joe here. He's so thick here. Mm. Huge. 
So this has been for Joe. This would be 18 months, I think, out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Last match was February 2015, which is, I think, when he was feuding against Mysterio, wasn't it, or something for the United States title or something like that? Or that might have been a year earlier, but... Yep. Yeah, it's been yep. quite a big distance. And he's AEW as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's AEW, but uh, he's Ring of Honor. So oh, yeah, he's right. the Ring of Honor World TV Champion. So I think he's under both contracts because really it's the same promotion. Um, they're just well, trying to turn it into a whole Raw and SmackDown thing oh. between AEW and ROH. Well, they're pretty much they're like combined now, aren't they? Cause yeah. Card- well, they're sharing talent and stuff like that. Yeah. And again, Claudia is um, their world champion, isn't he? And I think that's what they're eventually leading to as a Joe versus Claudio match. Ooh. Yeah. They haven't announced their next pay-per-view, but I think it will probably be somewhere in like October. And I reckon they'll probably eventually <laughs> do those two. World TV champion versus world champion for both belts. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. It was very sweet of seeing Joe do the old school, you know, his old collection of moves with the uh, the knife knife inch chop on the back of the neck, then the kick in the chest. Oh, we got the kick in the clutch already. So it says here on February tenth, two thousand and twenty, episode of Raw, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, and the Viking Raiders face Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, and AOP in a losing effort. And this would be Joe's last match until this point. So that would have been, yeah, the uh, Thunderdome time. In February 2020, it was revealed that Joe had suffered yet another injury, hurting his head during a commercial shoot and was not medically cleared to compete. Four days later, Joe was suspended for 30 days for violating WWE's wellness policy. On the 23rd of April episode of Raw, Joe returned to TV, replacing Jerry Lawyer on Raw commentary. Joe would remain on the Raw commentary team until April 2021, when he was replaced by Corey Graves. He was then released by the company in April of that year, and then brought back only a few weeks later at this timeline to be the the backup there for Regal's second general Mm. general manager. And that didn't last for real long because he got back in the ring and now we look he is in the main event. Mm. But this would also be, like you think this whole night, this is the final takeover and also Joe's final match. Yes. Because yeah, Joe would even of... go on to even defend the belt because he got injured after this. And yeah, I'll talk about right. it off the mic. I've got some notes that I found earlier that we can talk about after this one happens, so... But it really is. It really is an end of the era type thing. Yes, this is like the last big NXT. Well, like you said, it's the last takeover, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Here we go. Look at this. It's like an angle slam. So, what do you think we get with Kerry and Rickon? We're going to get Roman, Kerry, and McIntyre clash at the castle. We're going to get McIntyre, Roman, and cross interviews. Or what are you thinking? I think we get. Um, either way, uh, we're having Roman win. He's going to win the he's going to win the championship match against um, McIntyre. I think so Rick Drew's going to lose in Europe. Oh hell yeah! Really? Wow. He's, not gonna, he's not dethroning um, the Tribal Chief. It's hard these days to even think who would be able to or dethrone him now. 
He's gone I through think everybody. I've, I've worked out one person. I think that it will be. If you say <clears> Kenny <throat> Omega, I'm going to slap you. He's a fellow that's a former New Japan major talent, mm. AEW major talent. Mm. Starts with K. <laughs> I don't want to say it now because look at that face, guys. He's pissed. I'm about, off. To, I'm about to turn my. <laughs> I'm about to turn this recording right off. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, Kenny Omega's coming over to WWE. Is he? They're going to combine yeah, together. Yes. <laughs> ROH. AEW and, and uh, WWE, hey. One day in my promotion, he does. In my storylines, he's in my company. He's the champion. He's a, he's all champion. He's all belt. <laughs> he's all the belt worldwide co- belt collector. There we go. Oh my well, God. who do you think will dethrone him then? If you don't think Drew, because I'm saying Drew's the one. Nah, no, Drew's not. Nah. Um, I don't know. That's the hardest thing. Um. It's like he's gone through the legends, he's gone through the edges, he's gone through the Daniel Bryans, he's gone through the the Brock Lesnar's, the John Cena's, the Finn Bowers, huh? Goldberg as well. He's beaten Goldberg. He's gone, he's gone through the Goldbergs. Mm. Oh, that was cool. Um. Oh my God, Jesus. Yeah, no, he got thinking all of that. Lucky he tucked his head. Well, I've said still some people are saying that it'll eventually be Cody because they reckon Cody's going to win the Rumble. Some are saying Seth, and then there's one I think, please don't use our theory, we'll cash in on him. I actually did think at SummerSlam that was going to happen. Mm. But the referee, as soon as he says, are, are you sure he did the old Mike Kyoto? Um, <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Do you want and to? Then, and then next minute he just says, <laughs> The referee ran off. He just left. He was like, I'm, I'm leaving now. Bye-bye. I'm not part of this. Have you seen what's happened to the ring? It just got lifted up by a cowboy in a hat. I'm not doing this now. You don't pay me enough. Yeah, awesome. I've oh, actually we heard that the belts, are gonna get, the belts are going to get split soon, though. Because technically, gonna... they say that, yes, he's the undisputed champion, but the, yeah. the belts aren't together. So maybe Drew takes one and Kyrian goes after the other one. And then Theory could cash in on, say, a McIntyre. So let's say McIntyre beats Roman in the Castle event and then yeah. Theory cashes on him to have a heel ending. Like maybe Man, Kyrian screws they, Drew so they Theory would, wins. They would burn the house down if that happened. It'd be fantastic, mm. though. They would legit, people in the crowd would be trying to jump over the the ramp and the, um, the apron. Yeah, a little bit like, what is it, um, WWE One Night Only in England with British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels and all the trash being thrown at him. They, theory, they would have to put a security team around him because he would be one of the most hated men in Mm. all Europe if he did that. I mean, that would be great, though. Don't get Mm. me wrong. That's how you get, you want to build heat and you want to get to be the most hated man. He already legit is the most hated man in wrestling. Yeah, I wasn't happy when he won Money in the Bank, but I'm like, okay, well, yeah, it's better when a heel does win it because yes, they can always stalk on a face champion. But, yeah, I think Drew will be the one, but I think Theory okay. will cash in on him. He's gone for a suplex on Joe. No, not DDT. No, straight DDT right there. Crowd seem very flat for this one. I think they've had two matches back-to-back, and now they're just in tired now. 
also too guys it is two hours 21 25 and we have six more minutes into this show see this has been a really quick one like it's been a great show but it's gone really quick let's go Joe so have you watched any Kyrian stuff even before this time no Mm -hmm. no like I said, the most recent stuff I, I watched of Kyrian was his match at uh, Ric Flair's last match. Oh, yeah. At, at the show. Did you ever watch the one when he won the belt from Keith Lee? Nope. Yeah, so that was um, NXT TakeOver 30. That was a year ago before this event. That's the one where Cole took on Pat McAfee. I watched that. Yeah. I watched that match, but I only watched that. It was, uh, it was like a YouTube special that was mm. on. And it I wasn't think... the best matchup between Keith and Kyrian. Oh, was it? Okay. Just the clash of styles, and the ending was the angle Rikishi, you know, belly to belly suplex off the top rope from the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. They did that spot, and that's how Kyrian won the belt. But it wasn't; it just didn't execute properly. Okay. Yeah. What are you about to say about Cole and McAfee? You're saying something. You watched a promo uh, or something? Was, uh, yeah? No, no. I watched. The, I remember watching that whole thing, like leading mm. up to it, especially when he was on the Pat McAfee show. And he got very vocal and swore at him and blah blah blah. And you could definitely tell it was people were like, "Oh, this is a shoot." No, yeah, like it's just real because he's swearing yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was real. It was, mm. Sorry, it was very much staged. But again, it, made, it had people talking though. Oh my! Jeez, it's just gonna crush that back. Yep. Yeah, some of the flack that came from this main event was people saying that they don't think Joe was at the healthiest for this one. But from what I've seen for the last, what, 10 minutes or so, he's gone pretty good. Uh, I have noticed a bit that he has been... He's gassed. He looks Mm. like he's really struggling. In that shot there, he does look tired. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's a great... Oh, here we go. This is going to knock him out. This is going to put him to sleep. This is it. This is it. Yeah, he puts the leg around him. Are they saying Kyrian Cross, the fans? Are they saying uh, Let's Go Cross or Kyrian Cross or Tap I Out? Like, I, saying, yeah. I thought it was Let's Go Joe, I think it was. Oh, Lombard. But no, Joe's not having no go. Oh, hang on. The cross, cross jacket, jacket, they call yeah, it. Yeah, cross jacket. Oh, yeah. You think Walter... Dragoff, Kyrian, and Joe all love the headlocks. Oh, big time. Yeah. He's bleeding Ooh, from the mouth. Look at and that. It's not coming out of his face. Uh, here we go. Oh, he's awake. He's constantly, pulling those pants up. Constantly having those pants in there. Dusty. Yeah, big time. Excuse me while I pull my pants up. Oh, you didn't go with him on that one? Oh, my God. Oh, he's going for a clothesline now. It's like a, a running forearm, I think, is his finisher. Oh, here we go. It's a massive Good boost day. towards Kyrian. Sambu slam. You're an Aggie. And the bookend. Come on out. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Put that hand up in time, too. Yeah, big time. Make it. Oh, here we it's go. Got, we've got muscle buster time. Put him up. 
Muscle Buster. And drops him down. Center this of the it, ring. This is the end. This is the end. We're going to new champ. There it is. Nice. And the first and only three-time NXT champion. That is correct. Mm. But again, it's like, what do you expect? You're not, you don't, you're not going to get a you know twenty-five minute matchup with Joe. No. You know, you think of Joe Brock at what was it, Great Balls of Fire? That was seven minutes, I think, that they had. Seven minutes of just a dinosaur match, like mm, just, just smashing each other. Yeah. King Kong and Godzilla ripping each other up. You know. Even right here in this match, you know, it was only... What, what did you say it was? It was 12 minutes, this main uh, event? Yep, I believe it was 12 minutes, 24 yep. seconds. See? It, it, that's all you need. Mm. But the that's the, that's the problem, is, too. Is, like, the longer you give a big guy like that a match, they lose that marquee of being a finisher straight away. Oh, yeah. They don't, they, they don't need to go too long. No, they don't. Hmm. Oh. I'm trying to think what Kieran went on to win to do too, because I think he was he was part of the releases, but I know Joe was pretty soon after this though. Yeah, this is during that time where things got a little bit dicey in WWE and there was a lot of uncertainty and mm. That's a cool visual. It is. And he's a, a three time champion here. Yeah. There we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Great show. Very good show. I say, very good show there, boy. So just before we finish up, so it says here on September 12th, 2021, Samoa Joe relinquished the NXT title before any title defenses due to what WWE reported to be an unspecified injury Joe stated in 2022 that the vacancy happened due to him testing positive for COVID-19 and uh-huh. Vince McMahon wanting to change the overall direction of NXT. After recovering from COVID-19, Joe was assigned to working as a trainer backstage into his eventual release on January 6, 2022, having not appeared on TV since his third reign as NXT champion. Any final comments, Al, before we finish up this month? What a good show that was. Uh, How many matches did we get? We got five, but they were all hard-hitting matches. Fantastic. Very good entertainment right there. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Us, your your bros, Tom and I, as your personal commentary team for this show. All right, guys, before we finish up, we want to give a shout-out again to two podcasts within the League of Extraordinary Idiots. This time we are talking about the Terrible Wrestling Takes and also the Apron Bump podcast, and also a shout-out to our affiliate partners, including Rogue Energy, Clinch Gaming, and Triumph Chairs. Check them out, and here are their promos. Oh, shit. Here we bro. Cast the subscribe for Australia's 15th-ranked show, the Terrible Wrestling Takes podcast. I'm your host, Bishop, and I summarize today's wrestling as it's given to us, not how it should be done. I also am the only podcast that doesn't know what Vince thinks. I just spit truth based on what's on TV. So head over to TWTakesPodcast.com to find your favorite podcast platform. Follow over at TWTakesPodcast on Twitter. Now back to the Aussies number one, the broadcast for more throwback terrible wrestling takes. What's up, everybody? 
I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump Podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh, another wrestling podcast? How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are, and that's why I created the Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's dubbed WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day. Uh huh? Yeah? Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out rogueenergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is victoriouseyewear.com so victorious eyewear developed blue white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused visiting uh, victoriouseyewear.com and use the promo code bro247 at checkout gets you 10% off so again shout out there to victorious eyewear player one coffee clinch gaming triumph chairs luxy.com and rogue energy all right guys we are back and with the tail end is what has been a great episode for the month of august any final comments out before we finish up for this time um thanks again everyone for taking their time to download this show yet again Again, guys, you if you're looking for some mindless entertainment, your boy right here, that's right, me, you can jump on, you can find me on Twitch. Every now and again, I will jump on and do the occasional Twitch stream of my gaming that I'm doing. That's 
Roscoe underscore Bosco84. It's in the show notes. Sometimes I even get on YouTube and do that as well, too. You can find me there. It's in the show notes. If you're looking for silly entertainment and little TikTok things, I'm on TikTok. That's under the same name of Roscoe underscore Bosco84, too. Also, because we have quite a quite a following on the old Twitter as well, too. I'm on Twitter as well. That's the uh, Alan Ross 84, Alan Ross TBK 84. You can find me on there. But also because we have such a following on there, we've just on the game of Fortnite, your boys right here have a promotional code. And the promotional code is all lower caps, the broadcast. That's right. Use that in the gaming store and we'll be very much appreciative to you. So that's the broadcast on Fortnite is a promotional code. Please use it. Tommy. Awesome, bro. And in regards to our show, guys, you can download all previous episodes on Apple iTunes, CastBox, Castro, Spotify, and a range of different podcast providers. You can check us out on our social media accounts on the Instagram page at the broadcast, all one word, the broadcast podcast. But the main way to get to us is on our email at broadcast number two at gmail.com and also Twitter on the broadcast, which is T H E B R O. K-A-S-T, and as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all, good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment they you call me so many hips and hoofs i'd like to drink out of a jar i actually do i have my smoothies in it <sighs> i'd like to have a good smoothie every now I had and a, um what did i make the other day coconut spinach apple bit of broccoli no you <clears throat> please tell me you did not do I that you asked mel I don't want to. Excuse me, Mal, wake up. Hey. What Tom, do you want that? No, 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 I'm the other one. The good looking one. No, I had apple, spinach the oh. other day, um, water, coconut. <laughs> this thing, that's this. But this it's new, not spinning. This this new thing called um, water? Yeah. Coconut no, water, no, that's spinach, apple. I have some real good mixes. I had a, a cocoa mint and peanut. Peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter's alright. What the fuck are you putting spinach and shit for, Tom? You, you get fruit and veg. <laughs> Boom, did it. Go down yeah. and get a cheeseburger and put, <laughs> put some extra pickles on it, Tom. Fuck it off. Yeah.